this will be episode 55. Wow. Yeah, a Badass Records podcast, which is, in a nutshell, uh, a way to get you to talk about yourself. And we throw in some of your favorite records along the way. Um, It's a fun time because... uh, so we're taping 55 today, but only 50 are out. So 50 okay. came out Thursday, which was uh, a fun nerd, nice round numbers, like yeah. milestone-y yeah. kind of whatever. And then uh, next week's is my uh, ex-sister-in-law, which was fun to do. Eva? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. And then after that's 52. So like at the episode a week click, it's like the year anniversary sort of. But also the merch line is uh, up and out, and so you can get your coffee mugs and T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fun stuff. Uh, I have, you know, watching, in addition to reaction videos, watching mostly like stand-up comic-based podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, One in particular, like, got to a point where, you know, of course they're doing the, it's like they have their career, and the podcast is an afterthought. Like a supplementary. Yeah. But, you know, I think initially, depending on what your professional and financial situation are, there's this deal where it's like, you know, how much of it are you doing versus the person that has people doing every single part except for the actual episode, mm. right? Like people cutting and producing right. and, do, and right. running errands and... right making sure you're fed and when you have to do all of it it's just like oh my it's God. a lot more yeah 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 so yeah. That, that makes sense i hit a good stride of trying to go through uh and make tiktoks of all the past oh, yeah. episodes I, I had a good and then the holidays kind of killed that so i've been stuck i need to get back on that but it's also like the recording and the production of it and the scheduling interviews i mean it's like there's never just a cruising <laughs> right you need like a social media director mm-hmm. maybe adeline could do that and a couple she filmed the intro video Did she? yeah <laughs> yeah which uh is really cute because um i mean she's always been a small person but um i wanted her the direct what i said was i want you to get a shot of uh the mahomes super bowl sports illustrated cover mm-hmm and then right next to that is uh, the Sports Illustrated cover of Alex Petrangelo hoisting the Stanley Cup when the Blues won. Oh. And then I want you to go downstairs and like she drew like a her own little kid sort of version of the logo and then get to that mm-hmm. and then opening the door and that's the intro. But do it like, you know, stay at each thing a long time and then make it time lapse. Oh, okay. So it's, you know. Yeah. And so the part where she's done looking at two things the two things and goes to go down the stairs she's you know she's whatever 10 11 right. when she and so she's still to this day and she makes lots of tiktoks mm-hmm. she has no you know there's no uh, awareness of like you need to balance out the fact that you're holding the device that's recording and you're maybe you're looking at it on your own or maybe you're looking at it through the thing uh-huh. but your movement completely dictates the vibe of the final thing sure so if it's you know yeah ugh, can't walk. <laughs> so she's hustling down the stairs and she's got these little crew pink socks on so you just see pink see socks. socks yeah that's it's, cute it, she sees it and she cringes 
you know, oh, it's so bad and I shouldn't have worn those socks. I'm like, it's my favorite part of the yeah. whole thing. Like, come on. I kind of like that. Yeah. But, um, so Leah Twibel, 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 you say, Twibel, what does, um, Keegs say, uh, emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah. <laughs> so it, but the second syllable gets the Twibel, Twibel. Okay. And how many nicknames would you say you have? From your family? Uh-huh. Several. <laughs> um, you call me Twibes called Quest. Uh, no S. Just Twibe. Twibe. Okay. I, I got Sorry. representing behind on the desk over there today for. I usually put up a different record, but I had to throw up the twi <laughs> the twibe record for you. Um, Tiff calls me Twibs. I know what, and I've never been able to just be at peace with the shift in the eye. Yeah, there. a friend of ours is like, I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> um. It makes me think of either twigs or like nibs. You remember nibs? Yeah. I don't. I'm not a like licorice the, person. The, yeah. Um. I guess Megan doesn't really have. No, just Leah. <laughs> yeah. When I think about right. it. Uh, and you're on in your family. In my family, my mom calls me Red, which isn't really like fitting anymore because <laughs> I feel like my hair is not that red. But growing up, um, it was. So that is what she calls me um, for a long time. You know, I'm like the oldest of five children. Yeah. So a lot of my little siblings who are not little anymore, but right. they would call me Wea. So like my stepdad still calls me Wea. Tom. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, your, is your dad still around? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, he calls me like the usual dad nicknames for a daughter like sweet pie stuff like that so, that's cool yeah um so you like i, I mentioned when we were initially texting your the, the final leg of the iron triangle in that i've had uh a friend of each sibling do an episode so oh yeah uh bright or strobel did one. Oh, yeah, that's a, he would be a good one. He was good. Yeah. And Bryce did one and he would be so, entertaining as well. Yes, yeah. Uh he was a multi reschedule and then brought his child. <laughs> I was like, "Oh. Okay. No, it was it was fun." Um but point being um we know each other through Megan. Correct. And so you're you're born here, right? Correct. And then did you like pre-K, like ECLC all the way through eight? No. So fun fact, I didn't go to kindergarten. At all? No. How did and that happen? I'm somehow, you know, a functioning You human. put all the blocks in the right slots right. and they're like, first grade, <laughs> ma'am. Somehow figured out <laughs> gluing and cutting. It was like. Was that uh, intentional? Um, I think it was maybe more circumstantial um, with my parents' divorce. I'm not really sure. Um, exactly. Other than, you know, kindergarten is not a required program. You don't have to legally attend kindergarten. Have you met other people that didn't go to kindergarten? Um, we've had a couple at the school where I work. Okay. Um, but no, not a ton. I mean, I did go to like a daycare. So like I was sure. around other kids and that kind of stuff, but I did not go to kindergarten. So my first school experience was first grade at St. Peter's. No ECLC or any of that stuff either. No. Were you, you were just at home? Until um, first grade? I was at daycare. Or daycare, daycare, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Both my parents were working and um, single. What? How old were you when they split? 
Two, no, three. Okay. That was three. Dang. Um, so you got. I guess I shouldn't say they were single, but they were not remarried yet, and so I think right. they're just still like so navigating life. Zero memories of them under the same roof. Like two or three. And are they real, or because you've seen pictures? I think they have to be real, right? Um, because they're not <clears throat> great memories. They're not ones that were <laughs> pictures, so I think they're real. Right. Um. So then, I mean, like age-wise, and when you arrived at first grade, were you on the same? I mean, did they put you where you were supposed yeah. to be? Okay. Um, yeah, and that's where I met your sister. Okay. Megan was seated across from me in our first grade homeroom. Okay, and uh, and I, I don't know why, because I'm pretty shy, quiet person. Mm -hmm. But whatever, something compelled me because I had like all these Lisa Frank like really cool amazing folders you're looking at me like you don't know who lisa frank is i don't because you're a boy mm -hmm. they were like these really bright colorful like unicorns and rainbows okay. like very trendy at the time um and your sister had just like these plain like solid color ones <laughs> that were like to me looked like they were made out of construction paper did you find those in the hall right before school started right? no so i asked her i was like did you make those and I was being, I wasn't trying to be a jerk. Right. Like, I was like, she must have right. made them. Like, they don't have any unicorns on them. And? And she was like, no, oh. did you make yours? <laughs> I was like, no. Just sass right out Obviously of the not. Wow. And then it just took off from there. Okay. So, I mean, uh, you know, it's we weird right now. Like, I feel like we stepped into with, uh, you know, 12 and 9, we sort of stepped into the playdate vortex you know and like didn't even know we were in it until it sort of takes over with your kiddos yeah, yeah. and then like uh, we just heard from one of adeline's friends moms a, a couple weeks ago like that their daughter had been like don't call it that anymore like it's, a play date. yeah like we just we hang we get to whatever it sounds like yeah well it's uh, yes i not mean the, cool no right um, but you know, when did you guys become more than just like homeroom or classroom buddies? Um, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Like, I feel like, so second grade, she wrote a letter to her previous best friend and said that I was her new best friend. Seriously? Yeah. And was the previous she, still at the school? Uh-huh. Okay. And she got very upset by it. Oh, so Megan yeah. got in trouble, but I think she was just trying to, you know, be honest. Is she the, there's a rule right now. Is there? The, the, no best friends. Oh. Is Megan the reason? <laughs> was you this never like know. uh eighty So this would have been like eighty six. Yeah, eighty eight or eighty nine. Um so we were definitely like as I remember it, we were we were good friends. I remember um, first grade at recess. We didn't quite hit it off because Megan and a couple of the other girls had a boyfriend club. Oh, and I wasn't into the boyfriend guy club. Yeah, I was more into kickball. Yeah, yeah. So um, we Slow didn't play bouncy. at recess. Yeah, <laughs> baby bouncy. Yeah, <laughs> nice. goes on goes yeah. on first. Um, so anyway, our I don't know how. I think my mom and Elaine. Um, take a lot of credit for our friendship. Rightfully so. Because okay. they, uh, I mean, yeah, in a way, because um, Elaine could have been like, oh, that is not a geographically desirable friend what? with me living in Grandview. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. My mom drove us in from Damn. Grandview. Um, 
and then for games and practices and shit too. So I didn't get to play sports until sixth grade. Okay, what changed? That was the the. Um, we're kind of getting on a tangent, but my dad was a pretty good athlete. Okay. He played sports all the time. Remind me his first name. Bob. Bob. Okay. That was, so, it was Gary or Bob. I don't know why <laughs> those two. Bob. Barbershop days, probably. Yeah. Anyway. But he, so he, um, and he went um, on scholarship to University of Arizona and played, um, I believe, football and maybe baseball. I'd have to check with him. But so he, but he um, always said that he got really burnt out on sports and he quit, oh. quit while he was in college. And so he didn't want that to happen with John and I. So, okay. And those are just those, just you two are yeah, the so same Z's on both parents. Me and John were about, I think we're 17 months apart. And you're, and are you older? I'm older. Okay. I look younger. But I'm older. What's I haven't seen him in forever. What's the? And it's mostly just because he's losing his hair. I figured yeah. <laughs> it's either that or gray, right? Yeah. Uh, but um, so he didn't want you. So he 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 delayed your entry into sports for that. So reason? he did, and then I think it was also convenient for them to not have to drive us back and forth with practice and stuff like that, with us living so far away. So sixth grade, you're still in Grandview. I was, yes. Okay. Um, we didn't move to um, like the Brookside area until um, I was uh, done with eighth grade. So I spent all of my grade school Grandview. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's something. It is. You go out there, have you been out there recently? No, there's not a lot going on no. out there. Uh, they did just, and this is, I think, a good barometer for what's happening in Grandview, but... Um, they just put, uh, it was a big, big, long project, um, a roundabout oh, on yeah? the, uh, so where Maine and uh-huh. 71 yeah. intersect. So you go, if you're heading east, um, you, so you've already crossed southbound. Okay. 71. So right in the where northbound, that's where the roundabout is. Okay. And so it kind of helps you either get on northbound or go into that ihop run yeah shopping mm-hmm. strip whatever i mean i think maybe the, a lot of the problem was just the traffic and the lights and but 100 percent, like the, <laughs> the grandview triangle that was something that, yeah yeah and so that was my mom um that's another thing like when we she first started driving us in they hadn't expanded 71 all the way yet so right. we would have to get off and like wind through like over to truest over at like 77th i want to say and then uh-huh. take that all the way yeah i remember like coming back to the area in 2000 and working with my dad and it was like the whole chunk of it that's mm-hmm. now Bruce R. Watkins Drive yeah. was like, you know, the just paint kinda, the paint was still drying right. on it. Just but it, he was thrilled because it was it's it's really the only, um, you know, to get north and south somewhat quickly and and it's it's bananas. I mean, I've come, you know, um, somewhere in the 75th to 63rd window I've come there's mm-hmm. a hill mm-hmm. I've come over the hill before and I could see that like oh, there's a whole mess of like confusing congestion happening on the southbound <laughs> right. side and then when I when I now everything's in my view like 
seven cop cars across right. the highway behind their doors, all with guns oh. drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen, not that it's too terribly unique from other highways, but a lot of uh, people that are just reckless, you know. And yeah. I've actually had an Uber, an Uber driver take me to a show, and I don't remember, he probably got on Rock Hill or something, but I was like running late. And I was like, I need to like shower and call an Uber 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. So he, when he didn't take 71, I was like, and you know, he's ignoring whatever the maps. And he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't drive on that highway. Too many people just are, you know, will take their lives and everybody else's lives, you know, for granted. And I'm like, eh, it's- yeah, I feel very fortunate that I do not have to drive on the highway to get to, to my work. That's not right. my daily right. routine. But yeah, that's it. So picture doing that. With five children. And no thorough straight shot. Correct. In a giant blue Chevy station. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, So it's weird talking about this. I think it's just now occurring to me that the only... Well, no, I take that back. Because working with my dad, I think we exterminated your mom and stepdads once or twice you probably did um, but then i remember i, have, I feel like i pick, the one can on picture in uh, brookside or the one out south brookside i yeah, mean it was it was yeah. not small no that's um, brookside, yeah. and i like a lot of wood like brown in the kitchen probably yeah yeah uh and then i have this picture or this image of uh a how a pv house over by saint anne's that i think was your dad's yeah, so it was like that's reddish accurate. or maroonish. Yep, or? Um, that was one of his. Between my mom and my dad, I feel like I've lived in several suburbs of Kansas City. <laughs> so, uh, my dad did live in Prairie Village for a while on Seventy Fourth. Okay, and um, it was one that he bought, um, and then like totally fixed up. Oh, and so then, it was. You're right. It was maroon when he first purchased okay. it. Okay, and then and, did he sell it or? Yes. Okay. So. So I've never and never will really seen like you know the home that you grew up playing in or correct. Yeah, you probably would not have. I mean, your dad did exterminate out there, but it would have been before you were working for him. Yeah, yeah. I would think. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was. Um. It was so. It was on um the River Oaks Golf Course. And it was like a three bedroom, two bath split level. Um, and what's funny is um, we found out that McNary's lived out there at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah. After the fact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, where did they grow up, your folks? Um, my mom grew up in. Uh, well, she her dad was in the Navy. Oh, okay. So she grew up everywhere. Uh, she right. was born in Alaska. She lived in. New Orleans, Hawaii, um, the the bulk I would say, or the longest stint she had was when she was in, like maybe junior high and high school, and that was all in San Diego. Oh so wow! She kind She's of been around. Yeah. So, um, and then my dad grew up here. Okay. He um, lived over in, like, I guess it would be considered Mission. Okay. Um, and how did they meet? They met in California. My dad lived in San Diego okay. for a little bit, and my mom was a uh, restaurant manager, restaurant bar manager, and my what? dad was a customer. 
and so they just hit it off and yeah <laughs> she was yeah okay she probably kept good tight numbers oh for sure uh, um and then yeah. what does at some they meet and at some point he was he always thinking he'd wind up back here or how did that go down so i'm i mean they met and i believe they were engaged within like six months of meeting each other and then um married pretty soon after that okay and then somehow my dog, my my dad, not my dog, <laughs> my dad talked her into um, coming to Kansas City, this okay. place she'd never been to sure. before, and very and, different from San Diego. Yeah, and then and so Grandview is that where they bought immediately? So, uh, or? Uh, no, I think initially they rented a house in um, is it Westwood? Yeah, cute little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, my dad loves golf, and. At the time, that subdivision was um, like new builds, sure. and he thought maybe that was going to... He was like looking at there and looking at Johnson County suburbs, and huh. for some reason, he thought yeah. that the Grandview one would take off, and um, God, we have, it did uh, not as much. People, Kansas Cityans have like whiffed countless times on what we think is mm-hmm. going to be, I mean... German sports complex, right? Like, whoops. Uh, what? Well, I mean, I'm stoked that it is what it is and has been. Yeah, like, it's fun. But still, but it's, it's like we. Why? Like, why if, is it so far did away? Did you look at anything <laughs> around here, right? That is Raytown, and go in 20 years. This is, mm, you know. Uh, so well, yeah, and why not just have it within the city, since it's not the Raytown Royals? Yeah, I know. You know, I. When I learned that the actual physical address was Raytown, I was like, no, it's not. Please don't. T- please no. And then I was like, oh, Jesus, it really is. Yeah. Um, so they bought what in like the early or mid 80s they bought out there? So and then- it would have been, I was born, I believe. So probably like 82, 83. Okay. And then until, would you say sixth or eighth, eighth grade? Yeah. So 96. Okay, then mm-hmm. it's 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 been hers since. Yeah, and so then, he moved then out, and he lived in um, for a long time. And I really actually liked that house. He lived at ninety um, fifth and Bellevue, like by Rockers High yeah, School. Yeah, um, lived on a cul de sac, so we had fun. Did you guys have fifty fifty or how did? Yeah, it, pretty okay. close. Um, I always felt like they did a really good job as far as like that goes like they were pretty good about not showing you know us right. any kind of yeah. like disdain for but, the other and and I was at my dad's every Tuesday Wednesday and then Saturday okay and then uh did they stay that way once you guys were grown and gone though because I felt like I've caught a snippet of her like with a tone talking about him (laughs) so she'll they yeah i mean they're a little bit more open about things now um which you know i guess is fine Mm -hmm. um but for the most part they're pretty good like i think you know they're able to be in the same place and sure and be fine yeah so So. they they had you two and then both remarried and both had no, no, my dad didn't have any more. Um, I've had a couple step siblings through some of his marriages. Oh, he's he's been a repeat. Yeah, okay. he's had a couple. Um, and then my mom had. Um, she married Tom, mm-hmm. and they had Andrew, Mary Pat, and Sarah. Mary Pat. 
I mean, did, did they think it was the 50s? I know. Well, so um, Tom's mom is named Patricia. So okay. I think okay. that's where that came in. I don't know. There was a big good Catholics, right? You know? There was a real long and maybe it's still, but of this just firm, unwavering belief that a first name for a girl can be two words, and the first word can be Mary. Mary, yeah. And it's like Mary Beth, Mary Ann. We have Mary uh, Kate. He's in. Uh, he's got a buddy whose mom is a Mary Elizabeth, and it's like mm-hmm. that's that's too many syllables. Did she go to St. Peter's? Maybe. Yeah, I remember when growing up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, we have my my grand, my mom's mom's Mary Fran. Uh, there's a Mary Pat mm-hmm. on my dad and my dad's aunt or something. Anyway, uh, Mary Jo. I mean, yeah. just yeah. all over the place. Lots of yeah, Mary yeah. Um, so music wise, I mean, out there in Grandview, I guess it would have been. Did, mm-hmm. did did your mom put stuff on? Did you guys put the radio on? Yeah. So. Um, they that I was thinking about that like I haven't been good about music lately that's why I I was um you know when you said you wanted me as a guest I was like I might not be a very good guest I I've been listening to a lot of podcasts okay and then I do a lot of like um sports talk radio but this was kind of good because I um when you asked me to like think of some albums Mm -hmm. um Last night I was like, I'm gonna find my CDs and like listen to the ones that I said. Oh wow! So um, it made me think about music and um, my family. Okay. My mom and my stepdad very into music, and so in Grandview on Friday nights, sometimes they would just like put on a CD in the living room, and we would all just kind of like listen, dance around. And I remember, I remember that. Like that. Wait, was a, your your mom and your stepdad. Yeah. Wait. So, did your stepdad move into the mm-hmm. house that they? Yeah. So they got married when I believe I was about six, and then and like, your dad's gone. She stayed, and then yes. And so Tom wow. moved in. I wonder um, how every how everybody felt about that. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. My dad got remarried shortly after my mom did. Okay. Um, and that woman moved into his house. Sure. I mean, so which he never shared with your mom. I mean, correct. So, so it's, it's different. Yeah. Anytime, um, like whenever, not not that it happens often, but if I'm if I'm ever showing somebody the house or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and we get to, I guess you're not supposed to say master bedroom anymore. Oh, what are you supposed to say? Primary, because master <laughs> implies. Slave owner. Oh, I thought you were gonna go more like gender no, stuff with that. Uh, but but I, if, anyway, there's. If, I don't know if you've ever been up there, but um, I think that so it's this large room, and they we don't need this portion of this wall that faces 65th Street. So they they there's a big window seat and and two closets. Oh, uh huh. And then and it's it's great. I mean, it's like perfect and then on the other side there's like what was probably the original real closet and has a crawl space to get to the attic and then there's another like double door open closet so there's four closets and two of them you know (laughs) it's like for a while i had uh her old dresser uh, but i brought it down because i needed a room for the puppy's crate to be up there Mm -hmm. back when dogs slept upstairs with me they don't right, anymore no. <laughs> um but yeah it was always like yes yeah, 
move in ready for uh you know you get two closets and a dresser yeah, ready to go like go. no no awkwardness there <laughs> but uh anyway uh for, so you had cds as a young person i believe they were cds that's what i was trying to remember last night if they were cds or if they were cassette tapes well either way but, that's fun um they really were into like the stones and the doors okay and so um and they'd go through phases like um the police they were really into um i can't think of the album but the one with roxanne and all of oh the my gosh that everybody sure yeah loves them for um so they would yeah just put on a cd fun kind of like play in the living room um we're not allowed to watch tgif oh okay um now professionally you're you're not a a speech therapist Mm -hmm. is that actually that's one of the okay one of the many names that they call us so uh no, not K through eight, one through eight, and then STA, and then mm-hmm. what, did you then go I went to Creighton? To, or? No, Marquette. Marquette, that's right. I went to Marquette for two years, my freshman and and sophomore year. Oh, and then KU. Jun- junior year transferred to KU because, um, like some of it was financial, um, because it's uh, a smart kid school. Yeah, with, with a good basketball program. It did have a good basketball. Did? Not so much yeah. anymore. I mean, they're. I think they're coming back. Okay. Um, and then there's been like moments, but yeah, I was at Marquette. Um, Dwayne Wade was in my class at Marquette. Old flippy. No. Oh, the, oh, the Miami player. heat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, what's that guy's name? Uh, from a different world. Uh, uh Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne Wayne. Dwayne, Wayne, right? Eh, something like that. I need to check that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then it was also partially cause of a, a guy. So to switch to KU. Yeah. Now, where was this? Where'd you meet this guy and how? I mean, you know, the guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, we dated in college. So, uh, part of the old crew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. I mean, it took me a long time to admit that, but that was a factor. So like years, in my decision. After, yeah. You're like, yeah. let's be honest with ourselves. Right. <laughs> right. But, um, KU also has, a great speech pathology program. Okay, so is that what you were studying at Marquette? It was. And did you know going out of high school? Not, no. um, My first semester at Marquette, I um, wasn't sure what I was going to do. So my advisor was like, well, what what are you thinking you might want to do? And so she, I think it was a she, I can't remember. (laughs) Right. She said. She she might not be anymore. You never know. (laughs) So uh, she said, why don't you take, like, if you're thinking you might want to do this, then take this class. And so I was kind of thinking um, engineering might be something I would want to get into. Sure. So she was like, well, why don't you take this calculus class? I was like, okay. Because I'd taken pre-cal at St. Teresa's. Now, did you, uh, so Megan was going somewhere for math yeah or i wasn't smart enough to you weren't do that. You know, okay so you didn't like yeah, graduate with 30 credits or whatever it was i was smart but not as smart as your sister <clears throat> i think we can all yeah all the people that we right. know collectively can probably right. be like me too yeah um uh, i might have had more street smarts than uh her, absolutely i not- my table wasn't too long i'd high five you right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> um 
But so I took the calculus class okay. and um, actually kind of liked it. But I because I was smart, I was used to getting really good grades. Uh-huh. And this class, I worked harder than I'd ever had to work in any class in my life. This is like for first foot down the path of the engineering. Yeah. Okay. And I would like go in with the teacher, like do things I'd never really done before. Like be like, how can I do better? And um, I ended up at the end of the uh, semester getting Marquette did weird grades. So I got a C slash D, which I had oh. never gotten oh, in man. my life. And I was but like. But you had had Bs? Yeah, I'd had some Bs. Right. But um, it's a big drop off. Never to take in, right? You know, I don't. You... Th- I don't think I ever got a C. Right. In, so um, I was like, "This isn't for me." I worked so hard, and I'm not gonna be able to hack it. And I so I went with speech pathology, which is fine. That was fine for me. But um, I found out later that like half the class flunked. Oh wow! So I actually got an okay. Set the grade. curve. I'm an A. Yeah, motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> wow. Um, and it would just, you know, like so many things when you think about, I think about now as somebody who works in education, so many things can impact a person or a child's decision in, decisions in life. Because I also remember my roommate had a different calc teacher and she got an A, like no problem, but I was having to explain stuff to her and how to do it. So like sometimes it's like one of those sliding doors moments. Like what if I had had a different calculus teacher and maybe right. I would have, maybe I would have stuck with engineering. Yeah. But I everything have, happens for a reason. So. Yeah. So much math stuff. Uh, like what is, I mean, I think I can't remember what it, what is freshman year, but sophomore year was geometry mm. and then junior year was, trig for me um anyway point being was like it you know basically freshman year on like it's it's weird like i maybe had a lantern the whole time that (laughs) was just like you know 98 percent of the wick is wet and so it's only just a little but it's when i arrived at those like freshman sophomore year science and math classes it's like oh science and math are not for me yeah like writing and that's that was more your wheelhouse yeah uh and it really you know sophomore year it's it's funny this summer where there's like bubbling talks of 30 year reunion oh um and there's a girl in there um who is i mean it's like a our class facebook group okay and like i see her like she friend requested me before this planning thing even started and i was like i don't know who that person is at all the only well, way how many people were in your graduating class 408 4, 413 yeah. somewhere in there but like i was like the only way i know this person is if it's the person that sat next to me for uh, algebra, like all, oh. and and now they have a different name. Um, oh, the person. Does? Yes, and they're okay. No, no, because they're married or something. No, oh, nope, okay. just, just a different. Name. Yep. Okay. Um, and so for like month, maybe even the better part of a year, and and they post a lot, you know. So it's like I'll see it, and I've still a couple times I've tried to like go down the rabbit hole and like find the answer and. Um, but this per so like this lady, um, 
Bobby Leonard. She was super sweet, probably still is super sweet, uh, older-ish black gal that okay. had like, I, I don't know what the wet, if that's Jerry Curl, but I mean, she had short, okay. very curly hair, but it was always like wet like with gel. like white yeah. stuff. Like, I, you know, I just wanted to like rub it in. Right, so that it doesn't this look. This is a teacher or yes, a classmate? Yes, teaching okay, teacher. algebra. Okay. And this girl, like, I don't know that we moved. A lot of classes you move quarterly or whatever. Yeah, seats. But yeah. But this was, she She was like, you know, uh, not a very feminine haircut. Okay. Uh, and then, like, clothes-wise, it's like, all of these Seattle grunge musicians came yeah. to town and saw the way she dressed. And like, that's going to be so black jeans and a flannel and a band t-shirt underneath. And she liked me. And so there was, you know, and she, she was like really big into, it. you know, I'm at music wise. I'm like, I've sort of come out of the earth and I'm like, I will be the barometer for what's cool and good. And sure. Everybody else get in line but yeah and she was really big into erasure and i was like absolutely not that is yeah it's not worth (laughs) but uh and a couple like maybe twice i think she asked me out and i was like no i'm like tens only over here that are you know future si cover just high school boy ridiculous yeah yeah um so we're a chunk of the way into this uh what her initial planning phase and uh she's pop you know says something the other day about oh, here's here's how i can help uh and a couple different posts i'm like will you fucking say who you are and finally she goes by the way in case you don't know i used to be so and so back and i was like and you're like no, no that makes sense no that's what i thought all yeah, along yeah but it's like i'm not just gonna be like you know what happened? You right. Know? <laughs> um, but th- so that was, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, whatever, a teenage freshman boy with all the million different things. And, um, and she, Bobby Leonard, great teacher, mm-hmm. but you can only, like, I don't, you know, if you got like six pages to get through for the day's in-class lesson and then two pages of homework mm-hmm. that are related to those, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a 45, 55-minute class, whatever it is, like, you can only, I don't understand so many times before, you know, she would say, okay, now's when you have to start coming in, you know, before school starts or stay after uh, for, for 15, 20, mm-hmm. whatever, because we can't, I have to keep moving forward. Yeah, and it's keep- like... You know, you experience that once or twice, and then it just becomes hot face. Mm-hmm. As soon as they hit a topic, they're like, whoa, 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 I was following you on ABC, and now all of a sudden you're talking DEF, and it's fucking me up. Like, what? So, uh, I don't, I think that was freshman year, but then geometry was like, I copied. You know, I didn't love geometry either. I liked all my other math classes at St. Teresa's, and I really give St. Teresa's credit for like flipping that because i didn't always love math growing up but i did really start to like it but geometry wasn't my see i thought i was i was like shapes yes yeah and then still just that i don't and so i I would copy a lot um and then um 
algebra two for junior year now i'm like i'm like we're uh, you know i could go because of some older friends i could go out to lunch as a freshman Mm -hmm. very few did really yeah like you could leave the building oh yeah that was yeah you know yeah absolutely as a freshman yes and then so sophomore year (laughs) well there's so many things about my chunk there uh-huh. that we just barely got grandfathered in or they uh-huh. were immediately after i was talking the other day like we when we uh, the uh couple episodes the episode that dropped this week is my web design gal um and she's engaged and they're getting married in may and it's like most of the planning's done but mm-hmm. you know just so like talking about going through that process and how we picked a spot where we wanted to be able to bring our own booze and they let us uh no kegs was the only rule but At by your the, reception yes but yeah, by the time our actual date they had changed the rules like no longer do we allow we're still doing this because for you guys because we said right because that's in the contract but it was like um you know same with like by the time we're out of school going out to lunch those days were numbered quickly i mean it was like ball caps and all all kinds of stuff but anyway i go out uh, because i had friends and then sophomore year a a lot of people have their license or have cars um so but by junior year i mean a lot of we're doing a lot of liquid lunches where we just go to my Hmm. mom's and drink oh and so you're a cool kid i mean yeah not megan and i were not right (laughs) Um, and, uh, this poor teacher, I mean, I was also, you know, like a piece of shit in some walks, like, you know, saying rude things and spitballs. And one, one time I like basically passed out mm-hmm. because in we were beer bonging and then sure. there was a test and I was like, I don't fucking Weird. know. And, right. Yeah. <laughs> so by the time that year ended, I was like, I can't do math anymore. And there's like... To take this college prep math class. I was like, fine, all right, fine. And it was like tolerable for a minute. And then I got, I was like, oh, I don't have to. Somebody just said do this instead of trig or whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck that. And I, so I got out of it and I was like, I am done with math. I know that I'm not going to. So I get freshman year of school and they're like, oh, no, no, you got to, yeah, there's a math class you got. It was, it was an algebra. It might have been algebra too because uh-huh. I didn't. I don't remember what it was. Um, but I was like, no, 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 no. I can't do that. And they're like, it's... In college? You won't get... Yeah, this is at Pitt State. Yeah. You're, you won't you get a degree. You have to have, like, what? At least one math Something. class? Something. Yeah. And it was... And, and so he was... Um, he was, uh, like, I don't know, uh, foreign... Not a foreign exchange student, but he was, he was an Asian dude. Like a teacher's assistant? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was, like... It was, like, you know... Uh, it's it's always funny to me i've like many times personal and professional settings known like asian folks for like years and years and years and then one day you like get an email from them and neither of the first and last name match what you've known them by you thought that yeah because like uh my my good friend susan smith when she when i get a text from her her apple thing says myung kim oh it does yeah 
Um, my one of my favorite colleagues at work. Her name's Alice. Um, but her, her the first time I got an email from her, her name's BQ. Yeah. Do um don't they sometimes do that just to make it easier? I, I think so. Because people probably butcher their yeah yeah. So and her last name, probably. by the way, this gal I work with, her last name is Ng. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. Anyway, so this guy's name is Jeff. And it, I mean, his name wasn't Jeff, but that was right. He, yeah. That was what he chose. To and he go was by. so freaking sweet. I mean, he was the nicest guy. And I actually was dragging myself out early to be there and you know stay after a little bit because I, I was struggling big mm-hmm. time. And we hit finals and you know, the last question on his final. And I was like, maybe not going to pass. Like all the signs were pointing to like you just bomb after bomb after bomb right. like and so he one of the last questions on his final was um write me a clever uh christmas carol like your own version of an already existing one. Oh yeah so i, I hammered out like a you couple were like this is my wheelhouse yeah i hammered out a couple uh verses of jingle bells mm-hmm. and one of the rhyming lines was um i hope to pass I want to pass Jeff's class hopefully with a C and he gave me a C that I completely didn't deserve. But I was like, Oh my God, thank you so much. Um, anyway, um, where, how in the world did we wind up? How do we get, cause math. you asked me about Marquette and then speech pathology. Yes. Engineering. You're like, to, this is not for me, but right, also right. boy. Yeah. And then what was your living situation in Lawrence? Um, my junior year, I lived with a girl that my brother knew, um, cause John was there at KU and, uh, we lived in a house. I want to say the address was 1030 Alabama. It, Love it. faced the football stadium. So oh, like, wow. If you looked out my living room, you would see like the ticket office. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that was where I lived junior year senior year i was like on this thing where i wanted to live by myself and then my brother was saying the same thing and my parents were like no (laughs) you guys are gonna live together right so i had to live with john which was fine i mean he wasn't the worst roommate Um, but we lived in an apartment that was in the third floor of one of those big houses on ohio okay it heck of a street yeah, so we were across from the Hawk, and then my bedroom window faced the wheel. Damn. I was, like, super excited about, and then once I started living there, and I was like, oh, it's, like, every night. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just like this when right. I go there once right. or twice exactly. a month. Wow. So, um, and See, I think that house is, I mean, it was on its last legs when we were there. I think somebody, like, totally redid it, mm. but... So you get out of there when? So I got out of there in 2004. With the BS or what'd you have? Uh, BA. Okay. And then um, I went to KU for my master's. Okay. But I had a, they have a inner campus program. That's their cute way of saying that you have to drive a lot. Like it's in Kansas City at the Med Center and in Lawrence. So I lived in Kansas City um, during grad school. Okay, because it was. So what's the thing that's out at like 120th and Quivira? The Edwards campus. Yes. Um, so that wasn't a thing. <coughs> okay. Bless you. That wasn't a thing when I was 
I don't think so. Or it might have been a I, new yeah, thing. Yeah, I think you're right. But um, yeah, so um, my first year in grad school, I lived with my mom, and that was tough because like there were still like kids at home mm. and. Um, like I'd try to be studying and they would be practicing their piano or like, you know, like various instruments that my siblings played. And it was just like a lot going on. Um, also had a boyfriend at the time. Oh, wow. Okay. Again, Did, one of the ones that you know. Were, oh, um, both of them? This was the, uh, yeah. Yeah, anyway, no. so I would want to go stay at his Are place. Are they still buddies? Yeah. Okay. I would want to go stay at his place and my mom at the time, which is ridiculous now that I think about it, but because I was like 24 and she was like, you are not setting a good example for your siblings. Mm. So I was like, okay, then I'm going to move out. I'm not here. That's <laughs> so, not what I'm here for, lady. Right. So I moved uh, another girl in grad school um, and I moved into a house in Prairie Village. Okay. So. Uh, so master's in... It's in uh, communication science disorders, is what it's called. Okay. So it's like a specific program for speech how, pathology. What was the the you know moth to the light? Like, how um. Did, so Saint Teresa's makes you do a service project. Yep. And I did mine at um, Children's TLC, which is no longer in existence, but it's now called Ability KC. It's at Thirty First in Maine, and um, I did it there. One of my good friends' moms was a speech pathologist there. Um, I don't know if you met Sasha, Sasha, um, Sasha Nana, um, but her mom, Marsha was a speech pathologist there and I volunteered. Marsha had a daughter and named her Sasha. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, and so, um, I just really enjoyed volunteering there and working with kids, um, specifically with autism. And so oh. that kind of helped me get on that track of like, maybe I'd want to do this. Um, because before then, I don't think I really even knew what a speech pathologist was so um you've uh, done a couple little like things with molly right <laughs> yeah, molly is a very advanced student okay molly um i tried to administer like some tests with her and there's like a you know with these evaluations there's like a script and you uh -huh. have to go through right. certain things and so like the first this is just like pictures and you try to get the kid to say the word and you analyze whether which sounds they're making mm -hmm. correctly and incorrectly. And Molly, the first word on the test is house. So I'm like, Molly, what's this? House. And then, she, uh, you know, you point to different, what is this? Door, window. And we got to the second picture, which I think is a pig. And she was just like, uh, where? I don't need to work on these sounds. Oh, I yes, need to work yes. on sounds like, why yeah, yeah yeah and i was like whoa that is so <laughs> like awesome. i've never had a kid especially since she was only like four right at the time like be that aware and like totally she i didn't say necessarily that that was what i was looking for but she knew right. exactly what i was trying to test her on so kids all the time for me yeah yeah so i do preschool through sixth grade now. okay and is it um uh what are like some of the causes or reasons that they wind up in your um like pretty big variety um some of the kids it's like what people more traditionally think i do like which is the speech sounds and fixing kids who can't say their r's or their s's mm -hmm, correctly mm -hmm. people think you do that i think you do that i do do that okay. that's what 
I that is I think what most people associate yes, it with yes. the profession with, but also kids who have language delays, who, so the kids who are not talking as much, or kids who have um, like difficulty constructing grammatically correct sentences, or um, it's like a whole gamut. We can work on um, social language skills. Um, voice disorders, stuttering, or fluent, what we call it fluency. Uh-huh. So like there's a lot of, there's a pretty big variety of things that I might be. Any on. of them have like developmental disability? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some do, some don't. Um, Like I said, I have kids like Molly and then I have kids that have maybe other diagnoses. Sure, sure. So. Okay. It does um, keep things kind of interesting because it's different. You love you it? Know. Absolutely. Or. Um, <laughs> I, I love working with the children. Okay. I love, um, I think communication is fascinating and yeah. language development, all that is, um, you know, it's just like any other job. Sure. Like sometimes there's things that, that are not as ideal, right? but, um, it's been a lot better at least for me this year. I mean, being a speech pathologist, um, in the pandemic was difficult with them i can imagine like trying to teach kids yeah without being able to see their mouth right and stuff so um masks were great like i've i understood why we had them yes it's just, it was like a very difficult yeah challenging time for me and it was like as soon as they could not wear them anymore i was like now we are getting right somewhere. Yeah. now we're cooking with mm-hmm. gas mm-hmm. uh so you're an 82 baby i am so uh last saturday i was I, I'm still sort of relishing. It was, a, it was a two nap Saturday. Wow! Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, I they left at like one thirty usual time, somewhere around there, and I was like, I just need to be horizontal. I was just on fumes just for a little bit because we had a the game. We had a three thirty kick. Yeah. So I napped until like three o five, three ten, and then kind of just real quick got you know yeah shook the cobwebs off. And then when our game was over, uh, I was like, now it's like, you know, now it's dark. Uh, I'm going to put the other game on with the volume, you know. And I, I mean, like, I woke up to my phone buzzing and it was like 845. Mm. And there was a small group of St. Peter's dads that were like, beers, hoopers, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah, it'll be fun. So I go up there and there's a couple, you know, one or two folks from the thread are sitting with uh uh joe and beth Growney. oh uh-huh and i was like oh hey how's it going um and she like for the first time like it was you know we we talked a lot um i've definitely felt like their kids go to st peter's yeah they're yeah. a little older um, but in fact, one time I swore, like I said something about Megan in their presence and it, it was kind of like, you know, oh, really? like a, nobody said her, but I, I just got this vibe, like, don't do that again. So anyway, huh. so we're sitting there talking, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, they're tabbing out. Their evening has been going for a little bit and out of nowhere he goes, um, so we were blah, blah, blah this summer traveling and I guess crossed paths. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was supposed to be there. I mean, but yeah. I, I have a voucher now. Right. I just got to figure out some place to go and something to do. 
but that was for uh, Megan's 40th. Did you have a thing? For my 40th? Yeah. Um, so I had a couple things, actually. Like, you know me. I like a lot of attention. Uh-huh. And, like, I love birthdays. Insanity. And, like, everybody looking late nights, and singing at me. Hu- lots of yes, hugs. Lots of touching. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I really didn't necessarily want to do anything. Um, but... Uh, my dad came in town. He's living in Oklahoma now with oh. um, his girlfriend, and they where la- at? lady friend. I don't know what you say yeah, yeah. about people in their seventies. I like that term. Um, he's in Edmond. Okay. Um, so they came in town. They took me, Tiffany, and Jessica to Eddie V's, which was delicious. Italian. It's um no. seafood. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, and I'd never been. So we did that, and What'd I was have? good with that. Um, I had the scallops, I believe. Okay. Were they good? They were. Jessica went big time, I think, and got like the no lobster. Way. No way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I can't remember what Tiffany got because I think she, I would have thought she would get the scallops because mac and cheese go-to. with a Caesar and a side of fries. <laughs> Somebody was talking about the Tiff special today. The oh, Caesar today and fries. on the, on the um, okay. On this, yeah, but um, so we did that. I also had dinner with my mom and cool. my brother and his kids. And then um, a friend of mine did organize a dinner and I thought it was going to be, you know how you have like different groups of friends. So yeah. I thought it was going to be this group of friends. And then um, Megan, they ended up contacting Megan and she surprised me and she came in town like in late March. With only one child? With my Molly. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Yeah, so Megan came and um, your sisters came. Sure, sure. Um, and so it was fun. Right. We went to Bristol. Okay. Kind of had like a, a private room. Um, That's cool. So yeah, I, I had a good birthday. Did you feel special? I sure did. I mean, there's, you know, all the however many years growing up where it's like, you know, do you feel any older? And you're now you're nine instead of eight and you're... It's like, no, it's just Tuesday. I do feel old. Well, 40 is like, because, <laughs> I mean, like, you could be 39 and 364 days, but you're still, like, right. in your 30s. 39. You hit 40, and, like, I, I, immediately, like, the day that I turned forward, the day after, it was like, I felt like I could see the f- first glimmer, you know, of sunrise, but it's 50. Just, it's, it's over there. It's <laughs> like, no, not nice. yet. I got a decade. Come on, man. And then, you know, after that, it's like, whatever. Yeah. But, um, so you, uh, you, do you hang, do you have work folks that you have a work circle of people? Yeah. So, I mean, I've been, so that was what is kind of interesting. I'm not really interesting at all, actually. But the place that I volunteered at that I mentioned, Children's TLC, I ended up working there um, for six or seven years and then I've been in Shawnee Mission now for 11. Okay. And I have a couple people who have been there the whole time. Shawnee so. Mission as in the hospital? As in the school district. Oh, okay. Sorry. Gotcha. Do you bounce or do you have a place? No, I'm okay. in the same building. I'm lucky in that. Cool. Um, USD 512. Right. I do know that. It's good stuff. Um, so I'm at Neiman Elementary and I okay. have a couple friends there that... Um, and then friends that I've made that are sure. no longer working there. But yeah, yeah, I do have some good friends there that um, I have a friend of mine who's like um, constantly like playing pranks on me. Oh, funny. Mm-hmm. He like tells my students that I 
I wear flats a lot or like boots and stuff. So he tells my students that I don't know how to tie my shoes. And oh that's my why gosh. <laughs> Okay. But they believe him, right. and they like look at me like very concerned, like Miss Miss Twybell. Right, right. Uh, Mr. Soto says you don't know how to tie your shoes. <clears throat> One of my favorite uh, Jim Gaffigan bits is, uh, I guess he's more of just a line guy or a joke guy than a bit guy. But uh, uh, he asks if you have you ever tried to merge or marry two different groups of friends. Yeah, I don't love it. And he goes, uh, uh, I forget. There's two pieces to it, but one of them's like, uh, like at the last, like, by the way, these people think I don't drink and <laughs> don't say anything about the witch's costume. It's like, go. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's fun to have everybody, I guess, together, but I would prefer to keep my group separate. Right. So the sports, I mean, uh, sports talk radio, like, I, I'm assuming you're an 810. Yeah. Okay. You don't ever. I mean, I do do dabble a little in six ten in the afternoons only. Okay. Like the drive. The, the drive. Yeah. yeah. Who is it these days? Carrington Harris. Oh, I love C Dot. I don't. I like him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, rem- I don't. He had a co-host for a while, mm-hmm. and he doesn't anymore. Oh, I mean, he doesn't need one. He, I think he does a good job. I remember when he kind of came on the scene, and it's, they, you know, hit the. I don't. I guess you start in the evening. Like late, like after six or whatever, and then you're in the morning. And then you and work your way down to the two, the, dry, the two to sit, whatever. But I remember him being the, you know, right hand person to somebody else's show, and, and being like immediately like, oh, this, this guy's going to be good. Yeah, was it with Nick Wright? Mm, yeah, maybe that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Which he is, still has Nick Wright on sometimes. Yeah, as a guest. Yes, he will. Yeah, and by th- by the time by that time, I think Nick probably had. Two people and CDOT was one of them. Yeah, and then he and then it was him and Danny Parkin, yep. who's gone to Chicago. Yeah, he, I he I've seen he's he pops in, into my TikTok feed doing you know clips of his show. Yeah. Uh, he, he's good. He's good at what he does. Yeah, I uh, uh, do not need an invitation to uh, boast anytime the opportunity presents itself that I have been fantasy and sports talk radio free for nine years. Have you really? Yeah, and it's just like the best thing ever. I mean, the fa- the fantasy thing uh, at the time uh, was like uh, three footballs. Uh, I had done years of a baseball and then a hockey, um, and just just garbage performances. Like you know whether I, you know, go with people that swear by auto draft and just it's fine. It works at or or a st- you know study mm-hmm. and try to. Uh, just so I'd always start with garbage team. I can never be quick enough if somebody got hurt and you you know the trajectory for that backup. Right. that's going and so it's just you know multiple times a week. I'm like fuck, cause right? I, and then I'm giving money. It's a big commitment. Yeah, and then sports talk. Uh, you know, I was doing. Uh, I did three years of social work, and mm-hmm. I was like a case manager over at KCK, and so you're either in the community, uh, at the home or at school with kids. Uh, but so like a, a decent amount of driving. Right. And I like, just like an idiot didn't realize what I was. I mean, I, I suppose I did in the back of my mind, but it's like drive from point A to point B and I'm intrigued about the topic and then break for commercial. 
and it's like I I gotta I gotta stay here in my car for the next segment because they're <laughs> definitely gonna get to the actual detail <laughs> and answer all my questions. Yeah. And then it's like uh, it, it just idiot callers, just yeah. you know. Well, that is the thing that of the shows that I do listen to. I most of them don't do callers anymore. Oh man, I can't do okay. callers. Oh god, just brutal. Yeah. Um, we had uh, on Friday we had a meeting and then another meeting. Um, and the other meeting was first one was in person, second one was virtual. And it's however many of me there are across the country, I don't mm-hmm. know, but they've chose at random a thousand. There's there's a lot of people. Like there's a hundred fifty just you know, in the Kansas, Missouri. Oh, okay. So however, and then it's like, you know, uh, Canada and Ireland and the Bahamas and Mexico and who who knows how many there are, but they chose a thousand supposedly at random and they won't. So starting Monday, we're participating in this, um, this time study to where, so the, the, platform that we use for some things of your productivity to see what are the road what are the roadblocks you know what are how can we make this it's supposed to be not you know they really want the aggregate results it's not that they're not going to look at your stuff uh so there were two calls for that on friday one was at 130 one was at 330 so i got on the 130 and there were five or six hundred people on it and just i mean immediately like there's two or three presenters Mm -hmm. immediately somebody's vacuuming right and it's like she's got a i don't know i've never led a team's call but it appears that you know if you're leading and speaking that maybe you can't see the chat at the same time or if you need to get in and like try to mute people it's so so she had to have somebody else take over so she could look into whatever was happening and so they get it solved, and they, as soon as they get back to her, somebody else is lit. I mean, it's like they may as well have been throwing dishes into the dishwasher. Oh. You could hear them watching, just like, <laughs> God damn. I do and, not miss that. And the chat is just, I mean, it was a 45-minute call, and from the minute I was on there until the minute I hung up, people are just in there uh, with, you know, one-off tech thing. Like, it won't let me log in. Uh-huh. It just... I mean, dozens and dozens. And I was like, oh, my God. And the meeting that we came from was just our group and our boss. And I was like, we're, you know, we're not the most polished and amazing bunch. But holy shit, are we amazing (laughs) compared to this? But uh, so where where does this sports talk radio? Where did this come from? Well, I just I enjoy sports. Yep. Um. Like I said, my dad was a pretty big athlete, mm-hmm. so he and my brother were both into sports. So like Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, um, that was what we watched or talked about or played. And okay. So um, it just kind of came from there. What was what did you play? I played basketball, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Center. Right. Yeah. Torn ACL dunking. Right. Uh, but dominated. But the did boards. you play it for? A good bit, or um, I played it in grade school and then um, freshman year of high school. Oh, you did? Yeah. How'd that go? It was good. Um, I liked it, but obviously, you know, I didn't really have a future. Right. <laughs> well, so um, I often had said that I think if I would have 
because the, the other thing the other rule was like you can't play sports until you're this age and then you get to pick one sport so i picked basketball because i loved it um but i think i probably would have been better at soccer mm. like i'm more like the the soccer build type sure yeah uh so. I, yeah i just i mean i'm obsessed with hoops i la he's he's Are good you? he's good um, I mean, he went to Bill Self Camp last summer. He? He's going again. I mean, he's, uh, it's, I love it. I mean, obviously, had he started and been more serious younger, he'd be further. But anyway. He's uh, still pretty young, though. He is. Um, but, and then Adeline, uh, just, I have convinced myself, and you can't talk, tell me otherwise, that this is this sport for her at this time in her life is like the ideal vessel for confidence building Mm. because she doesn't have much generally speaking. I mean, she's, she does have like, you know, uh, fashion savvy and she knows Mm -hmm. what's cool and she has friends and, you know, uh, she's obviously got strengths and weaknesses, but like, I feel at her core that she lacks a, a general sense of normal confidence sure and so i'm it's hard at that age i'm doing the dance where i'm i'm pushing as hard as i feel like i can push to just to get her to you know develop some skills like that uh thing with the ball on it at the bottom of the staircase that dribble up or dribble stick Mm -hmm. she does is that what that is yeah uh it was one of her christmas presents this year um, but you know, she started with 90 seconds. She's up to two and a half now, but every day she's got to go over there and do pound, pound, cross, pound, pound, cross. And, um, I didn't like tie it to games for a month. And then finally I was like, because w- w- literally they, they just hot potato, like, mm-hmm. and they're, nobody's making chest passes. Nobody's making bounce passes. Nobody's making it. It's all just making arches in the air like <laughs> as if there's an imaginary goal they're trying and they and they 99 percent of them are turnover fast break sure. results so at some point i was like hey man like i've been talking to her for two years i was like you have the right to that ball just as much as anybody does because when she gets it you know she wants she wants to get rid of it because she doesn't want to make a mistake sure and so uh, anyway i'm like the next time you catch a pass just remember this is triple threat you haven't used your you've got all three options available take one second and look and then all of a sudden she's like damn 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 around the perimeter i'm like and then she after the game she came she had this look on her face like oh my god i'm like yeah (laughs) you're over here sculpting muscle memory mostly against your will daily yeah now just try it out just anyway uh i hope that I, I, I know that it has already worked a little bit and I hope that it continues to be a thing where maybe she shouldn't connect the dots in the moment, but, but later she'll be like, oh, you know, uh, I could probably do that if I work at this. And then mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Um, so uh, how long has gluten been? <laughs> Is that in your notes? Yeah. <laughs> um. It's been, I think, about five years now. Is that it? Yeah. God, it feels like 15. I know. Um, Yeah. Where, when, tell me how it all... I just, like, started not feeling well and couldn't figure it out why. 
and um, I they had me like like go sluggish or nauseous. Or? I mean, no other stuff. Okay, like, okay. You know, sure. I probably don't want to. That's on the, I, I was already, <laughs> uh, but just like wasn't feeling well. Couldn't really figure out why they um, wanted to rule out. So they had me like make sure there wasn't a tumor or a mass okay, or something. Okay. So I had to do like some ultrasounds and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then basically they were like, well, you need to try an elimination diet and cut out uh, caffeine, uh, dairy, and gluten. And I was, I remember sitting there being like, what about alcohol? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, don't ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't want to know. So I did that and then reintroduced them and it turns out it was gluten. So, so no more, no more beer, no more donuts. Right. Yeah. Pasta. They, they make some decent. Yes. Gluten-free pasta. Same and with actually, pizza crust. Yeah. Some decent. Actually a couple gluten-free beers that are not terrible. Either, okay. But, okay. Um, and so, so I've symptoms are in the rear view. To, yeah. Okay. So I've gotten pretty used to it now. There's occasionally I'm like missing a few things, but for the most part, it's probably stuff I should stay away from anyway. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you, whatever you kind of navigate the waters and then s- sort of smooth sailing with yeah. the occasional, like I sure would like a, a whatever, you know, a yeah. slice of pie or a beer like or a something. boulevard wheat. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, and okay, so uh, this is a thing that, uh, again, like kind of an awareness over here, mm-hmm. but I, I don't. It, a while passed before I was like, "Oh, this is a thing," and that's girls' trips. Um, now I feel like every third time I'm on the phone with Tiffany, she's like coming or or departing from a meeting about the upcoming yeah. trip and the plans and like. Have how many? If, so I've only done one. Okay. The one last summer. Okay. To uh, Italy, Greece, and Croatia. Um, they're going back to Greece, but I am, you know, not made of money. So. You're not part. You're not part of the upcoming. I I was invited, but I I just can't afford it. Right. You know. Um. Now, I mean the 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 gig that you have is a is that a thing where you could take it all the way and then comfortably be retired or is it not um you mean so it's speech pathology yeah so yeah i mean like the district actually has a pretty decent retirement okay. set up are you um I, I, you strike me as somebody that's got a very clear plan of how your finances and so forth will go I'm glad i present that way. okay interesting i um i i <laughs> finance stuff for whatever reason, just doesn't stick with me as far as like understanding like 401ks mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, Roth IRA versus IRA. Sure, and like, but you have those things. But I do have them. Okay, okay. Because my brother has financial, like he has an MBA and so he kind of tells me things I should do. Okay. Um. So I try okay. to be. So what's, I mean, uh, if the rest of those uh, gals can cobble it together what's what's standing in your way financially do you, do you have a currently a big thing that you're trying to chisel away at or um i had to get a new furnace okay recently. 
And home then, ownership, yeah. Yeah, mostly home, home ownership stuff. My house, I've now been there for, I want to say 13 years. Okay. So like a lot of the stuff that I did when I first got there is now cycling around to, Ugh. you know, like my, it needs to be painted. Uh-huh. Like that's not cheap How all, is, I thought I thought we could get like 8, 10, 12 out of a paint job. So I only painted the trim okay. when I first moved in because I have stucco and brick. Ah. And so I, the, I don't know when the last time the stucco was painted. So, you know, just like not fun homeowner stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, there's so many things that uh, I like, oh, dude, how amazing. I definitely, I'm going to do that. And then it's like, if I could just figure out how the mortgage is going to get paid right. for that month, right. then I could do it. Right. Otherwise. And one of the things I figured out is that I can't do it if I spend a bunch of money in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, fuck. I wrote this whole big thing about homework and uh, s- struggling with, you know, I mean, so there i mean uh anna's weird right like okay. she's like very very smart yeah very smart yeah um but also has a a, a a wrinkle about her that like she always wants to be the smartest okay i feel like the default human is to to think uh, or at the very least maybe don't think of it to say out loud i'm not never the smartest person in the room but she's always like if i i i, I better be um <laughs> So, you know, um, obviously we're smart in different ways. Sure. Um, but if you had to like, you know, l- look at the receiving yards and rush yards and touch look at all the, the stats, stats of smart, like she's probably going to, I'm not going to say she's going to have a clean sweep, but she's going to have a lot of them. Uh, right. Compared to, to me. To you. Okay. So um, when struggles scholastically cropped up it was like immediately when pandemic happened with the kiddos yeah and now we're homeschool i mean Mm -hmm. it was awful Mm -hmm. um and there are um a lot of things that just don't come that just don't click for adeline I mean, she, obviously she's a different person than me or her mom or her brother, but mm-hmm. uh, there are things like, I mean, we, I almost killed her when it was time to learn how to read the face clock. Oh, yeah. Just wouldn't stick. And I'm like, there are four 15 minute, you know, like, yeah. you know, and we'd tears and frustration and then we'd get someplace, you know, and I'd, you know, all right, tell me. And she'd be like, uh, forty eleven. I'm like, oh my god, you know. <laughs> but I can see her experiencing what I experienced in in math. Sure. With whatever the thing happens to be. I mean, math, right. math and science. Hopefully, she got a little of that from her mom and won't just be stuck with. But I, I see it. Uh, but I I can't maintain any kind of calm and like appropriate teaching class it's hard it's hard i I, you know so many times i would be like are you fucking stupid like you know that's never never gonna gonna come out of my mouth and it's never gonna be productive or helpful but i was just like (laughs) started this line and next thing i'm half a page deep and the end of it was gonna be help me fix that (laughs) (laughs) 
So it's funny because like our building, my where I work, we don't send home homework okay. um, because we found that, uh, well, we have a very high um, English language learner population. So like we think we feel like homework is a lot of work for parents, too. Oh, man. Yeah. And so um, it kind of puts those kids at a disadvantage because they might not have parents that can help them with it if they don't speak or read English. So, um, and then also, um, if they, if, if there was homework, it was supposed to be something that the kids, it's just like practice, not Mm. a new skill or a new, right. Of course. So, um, but we don't do homework and it's kind of mind blowing to me because I felt like I did a ton of homework. Insane. Yeah. By high school, it was like three, three and a half hours right. a night. Right. I mean, I'd come home from school and pretty much do homework except for dinner until I went to bed. Right. But yeah, they, and I mean, I kind of agree with it now just because I think with no homework, because it's like kids need, you know, when you come home from work, you don't want to do more work. Like you need yeah. to relax and so yeah. do kids. So pandemic was, um, you know, navigate something working mm-hmm. from home mm-hmm. and then navigating to two different you know so it was kindergarten and third at the time i think um and they were you know, each have like six or seven zoom calls yeah a day on different schedules and so it could net what ended up happening almost every day was we would finish finish with all of our stuff at eight yeah, and then now, uh, all right, we gotta figure out dinner, and then mm. and then you know bath bed and right. start over. Um, but you know, uh, it's just funny. I mean, I've told her for you know, there's you're, I'm gonna be able to help on my nights uh, up to a certain point with the math and the science. Yeah, but, and then we're gonna have to like make another arrangement because I'm not gonna be able to. But it's been, it's over, it's over the hill. Yeah, it's you over, got some time. You know, and then like this year, it was like uh, uh, dividing and multiplying fractions. Like, fuck, maybe. We might, right. We might, I know. I had like, a sixth grader once asked me and I was like, yeah, I don't teach it, math. Do they, do they <laughs> common denominator? Is that, right. She's like, yeah, yeah. And what's crazy is that she has this simple solutions book and it's just pages of it's like a grid like yeah they have all these new ways to teach it and well but but it's not like a textbook with a passage from a chapter and then a uh worksheet about that stuff i'm always like where's 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 the text where's your content you know where's the example problem we google shit (laughs) right like there it's at least once a week i'm like what the fuck that's why we don't do homework in my building because it is it's like it it's frustrating for everybody involved yeah uh, I want to move to your records, but I got to pee. Okay. Um, are you good? Do you need anything? I'm good. Anyway, uh, so CDs uh, on Friday nights. Uh, do you do you remember? So you're you're listening to their stuff. Do you remember? Was there an album that you or, or first got or heard with a friend or loved as a as a young person before I was you? Trying to remember. Um, my I remember my dad got me my first CD. Ever. Oh, really? What was it? Um, and I meant to ask Jessica cause like, I remember the song that I liked on it, but I can't remember who it was. Oh, I could text her, but, um, cause she, she played it randomly when we were in Croatia Okay, and I was like, Oh, this is, this is the song. 
I don't know what happened to the CD. Sure. But um, no, and I was when you were talking earlier about high school and the girl who was into like kind of the grunge stuff. Mm -hmm. I remember, and I think back now on it, like I went through a phase where I loved like Soundgarden and like she wore the grunge outfit. Uh huh. I did. What she's listening to is like. Uh, like, the hype of 80s electronic okay. melodramatic so cure. she wasn't like into the she okay. just was wearing the outfit but like I listen to like every once in a while hear like Black Hole Sun on the radio and I'm great like song. it is a great song but I can't believe my parents weren't like is she okay right like why is she right. so into this like this is really depressing <laughs> I had uh, uh, I can't find this person I mean I haven't tried too terribly hard but uh, Spanish 2 I was before I left for college. I I good start to the bad grade feeling. Like uh-huh. Spanish four, I got an F because of absences. I was gonna say you're good at Spanish though. Yeah, but so Spanish two, I'm so there's you know some of the soft there's freshmen up to juniors in there honestly, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm sitting next to this girl who is a year younger, and she is like just that. No, you've never seen like you thought you knew all the things mm-hmm. that make a person beautiful or attractive and then you like see a person that has a whole new set of stuff and you just like kind of can't stop looking at them mm-hmm. that was this girl okay um and i mean day one i was like oh my god mm-hmm. like i don't know how i'm gonna be able to think about anything else for the rest of my days in this building and then one day she like was blowing her nose and she got up to throw the Kleenex in the trash and she was wearing cut off jean shorts mm-hmm. and and you could see Sharpie across the two back pockets Soundgarden. Oh. And I was like, what's that? And she she and and, and she was like, you know, cuz she had taken them from her older sister oh. to wear and so she was trying to not let her know that she had taken them and uh-huh. worn them to school. Um but anyway, uh that whole experience and she, sometimes she warm a couple times um but that whole experience made me i made anna like i contributed a pair of my jeans and cut the legs off and wrote Soundgarden <laughs> oh and made her put them on and then i took a picture and it was for the day chris cornell died oh i was yeah. like that's where i that's the first day i ever heard i saw the word Soundgarden uh-huh. before i knew but they who man they were you, you. You were kind of vibing with that stuff early. I mean, yeah. Okay. Apparently, right. Um. Then, but I liked other. <laughs> I liked. Um. I also remember I loved Crisscross. Okay. Yeah. Mac jump, Daddy, jump. the Daddy yeah. Mac. Right. Um. What were some of the other things that I liked when I was younger? Hmm. I mean, like. Green Day was okay. big when I was in eighth grade. Sure. However, I put that on my list and I went and listened to it. I think it was this morning. And I was like, I remember like studying the lyrics to like Longview and like all the stuff that when the little like. The liner thing. notes. Yeah, that's what they're called. Yeah. Um, I totally knew that. Um, but then when I was listening to the album today, I was like, you must have just been obsessed with like four songs on here because like I was listening to them and I was like, I don't remember this one. Right. And when I re-listened to the other two, I knew all the words still, like all the songs, all the words. So Well, uh, so Andrew Leroy was on episode 43 and he, I think he gave me five and Dookie was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, this is, you know, 
this will be interesting. I mean, I know, I know what I know accidentally, um, but they have sold like a crazy, crazy number of records and have like insane uh, fan base. Um, mm-hmm. So that was three of third. This is nineteen ninety four. Dookie Green Day, mm-hmm. uh, the third of thirteen records for them. Most recent was twenty twenty. I was like, they're still around. Yeah, but not records. Are. Yeah. Uh, so frequent point of debate is not old school punk, but credited with really putting punk on the map. And you know, so uh, did you get punkier than Green Day ever? Or no? Okay. That's the thing is, I I feel like a lot of my stuff was pretty like in college. I dabbled with a few like bands that were not as like big name but a lot of the stuff i listened to would be like things i heard on the radio okay. well the the quotes that i found from from his episode was uh dude from the sex pistols says and uh, not drift into a british accent and okay. derail this but so there we are fending off all that and it pisses me off that years later uh, a, a wank outfit like green day <laughs> hop in and nick all that and attach it to themselves they didn't earn their ways uh to do that and if they were true punk they wouldn't look anything like they do which made oh. me picture billy joe with the green mm-hmm. hair uh and then the dude from bad religion said they are a punk band but you know punk is the legacy of rock and roll and green day uh are the biggest band in the game oh. when, it, when it comes to punk so it's like people from two big things are like eh, but it, yeah you know um so how how did they how, was it radio was it a friend how did they or this album first land? i think it was radio i don't remember a friend like bringing it up i i mean you know when you're that age you kind of go with what everybody's talking about yeah um but i I do remember distinctly like sitting on the floor at my dad's house, like trying to memorize the mir- the lyrics and like to um, basket case. Um, and then the one, <laughs> the um, it was Longview, right? Where he uh-huh. talks about masturbation. Uh-huh. I think so. And yeah. I remember just being like, I'm not quite sure what this is, but I feel like it's something that I shouldn't know about. Don't, so I was like, don't recite these lines right. at the dinner table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was just kind of like, you know, that when you're a kid and you're like, Ooh, this is maybe something I shouldn't be reading. Right. But, um, yeah, I liked, I liked basket case. She long view. I mean, there's some big, big hits when I come around. Yeah, I like that, the ones that, yeah. So I wasn't super unique. That in opening, my... you know, Ring, 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 yeah. ring, like that one note. It's still that, fun, yeah, you know? it is. I meant to print these off in time to write the track listing down, uh, but that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So at the very least, we get the album art. Um, I do, yeah, I do remember the cover. Um, and just, the, you know, kind of like rising and falling on syllables and sounds like uh, you know just mm-hmm. kind of just the words are mm-hmm. sort of falling out uh one of the, I, didn't, I haven't spent a lot of time with this gal but uh one of the reaction videos that i have watched um she's called the charismatic voice and she's an opera singer and then so her deal is she'll she listens to songs and, and usually with music video um and and critiques them Oh. Or, or shares uh-huh. but it's it's all very technical so uh-huh. um 
she's she's done a lot of metal, which I'm not I'm like whatever. I don't care. Yeah. But I saw one day uh, that she had done Tom Sawyer by Rush. I'm not familiar. You don't know? If, well, I don't. Would I know it if I heard it? Absolutely. Okay. Um, and uh, Getty Lee is the vocalist, and he's he's got. Uh, a very he's got a good range but okay. he also he can stay up in the high notes and do it well um gosh i mean i want to like sing a couple bars of it um <laughs> it's it's you know they're uh, rest in peace to neil peart who was is one of the greatest drummers of all time and so that that it's a it's a big it's a very big hit it's their biggest hit really yeah um but uh, for, for the final third of the song he's he's doing all the insane fills and then you know uh if there's some really great just you know if you just google his kit you look at it and it's like what is that is that like an island that several tribes of millions of people live on because there's so many things like you can't even see where one would enter. Oh yeah. Sit, I mean, he's got so many symbols and wood blah. I mean, it's crazy. It's a beautiful image. But anyway, um, so there and it's there's a, a lot of synth, you know. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, so he he hits some pretty specific high notes in this song. And she talks about, and she's she's very cute and very giddy and loves, and so she she backs it up a lot, and just to just like analyze, yeah. It. And so immediately she's talking about how uh, she she loves the way that he's he, he's like closing his teeth as consonants end, and okay. there's like a term for it that escapes me now, but it's like I never in a million years would have made that kind of associate, and then. When he hits those, she really loses it and goes back. And she, she just by looking here, she can tell that he's doing it all the right way, right, and not straining. With which, the, yeah, you know, I've proper breath support. Yeah, and, and the muscle selection, involuntary or otherwise. But uh, you know, I've come across bands from you know people give me records and uh i I read you know i've had several folks give me some hardcore stuff really like you know what time do you want me you're like that's the whole (laughs) album not just one song it's like oh my god you know yeah that's um, not really my that was never really my right but i've i've come across things where you know somebody will just launch into that and you know uh, maybe they've made two records or whatever uh-huh. and they're going to the new one's out so now we're going to tour in support of it and they book you know seven months worth of gigs and two and a half months in they, they got to cancel the whole thing because uh, there's no yeah. repair right but anyway she's talking about the, the way and then she talks about how he's standing and I'm like what mm-hmm. the f-? and then she goes uh, so there's so much support to you know doing that and, and then it a, a deeper level is if you're barefoot like you can be more in touch with the floor and get even more correct, yeah, wild stuff. Um, but um, I mean, yeah, there's at least you know three or four big tracks on this record, and then and not that every song's amazing, but then there's a couple non-hits that are are good tunes. Yeah, one of them I heard today, and I was like, I don't remember this one at all, <laughs> but I kind of liked it. Yeah, right. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, catchy for sure. Um, 
so that was 94 um and we stay in 94 with, with the blue either. album yeah um and so eva had pinkerton which, oh did she yeah which was uh you know there was some a little bit of familiarity but i found myself like i thought oh this must be the the big weezer album that everybody knows and so i'm like going through i'm like this is not and then i'm I like oh the blue one is, it absolutely yeah. is yeah um it is such a good record it and is it's um you know their debut they come out and this is their initial release and it is there's not a there's not a, a bad track on it honestly right and that was what i was remembering when i was listening to it um so for me i liked it initially when it came okay. out so um but i mostly liked the sweater song and Buddy Holly, and then I remember uh, "Only in Dreams" was like the song that we always played at our St. Peter's dances for the last dance. Cause oh, it really? Was like, it was the only long song on the album. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But then it came back. It cycled back around for me in college. Um, my roommate and I just loved it again. You know, like I always loved it, but like we would listen to it um, first to last song. And so um, while we were like getting ready to go out, like pre-gaming, yeah, we, pl- we yeah. listened to Weezer and like pretended like drum along. And um, now as an adult, I love it still. It's, it's And I, I also love like just like the simplicity of of the way they like did the album yeah, cover. And yep. it's just like- it's The videos. Just, it's, yeah, it's just the music does, you don't have to like dress it up a lot. One of them like, was- uh... Yeah, you're. T- I know you're too young to have had Happy Days on, but I mm-hmm. and so, but there was a, the Buddy Holly one. Yeah, yeah. and they in, instead of whatever you know, it was like literally the set or made to look like the set of Happy Days, mm-hmm. and instead of whatever band that would have come up, it's Weezer, you know. Yeah. Um. So when getting ready for hers, you know, I kind of just like, oh wow, this one, this is a really amazing album. And like, not only is are, are there three or four major hits but all the other songs are good too right and i was like that's int- good to know and then you know sit down for this i'm like oh here we are <laughs> so i'm i'm now i'm doing like an official listen and uh i i get you know with several songs uh i had this experience but none greater than undone the sweater song mm-hmm. like i couldn't stop picturing you like driving around and rocking out to it and i was like that does not like it doesn't you don't think that's my i mean i i for sure believe that you did but it's like i you know picture you in your all white outfit and your perfect hair and your (laughs) glass of white wine that (laughs) fits your diet no no no, now now (laughs) um especially because uh you know the the simplicity of a lot of their riffs you know kind of this Mm -hmm. clicking kind of crunchy Mm -hmm. that it it feels like an you know like a a pontoon boat it's just it's kind of forever (laughs) propelling the thing forward yeah and catch a couple cool things along the way and but there's you know there's some there's a little bit of grit and oomph to certain you know uh you know like like i said with green day i mean it's like the the way he says sweater you know right just kind of shoots sort is about to fall out of his mouth and then 
check marks up and yeah i was trying to think of there was a word that he said the other day and i sing it that way and i thought about it and i was like that's a really weird way to pronounce that word exactly now i'm trying to think if it was sweater or if it was something one of the other lyrics but well um you know when i come back in 2000 and uh, whatever i kind of had like 10 high school so whoever's here still is kind of who i'm hanging out with and that was around that time uh, was when I was exposed to Guitar Hero, oh, and okay. so I was like, "Oh my god, this this is amazing!" You know, I've not never been a huge gamer, um, but uh, my name is Jonas is one of the it's a good one. oh my god, and it's real f- like you mm-hmm. can. It's sort of like uh, oh, this is how you play the, you, mm-hmm. if you if you don't go expert right right out of the gate. You really get a feel for it. And it's just, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, c- kind of an aggressive in your face, but like it's chill. It's not like, oh, turn it down. Right. You know, it's not, right. it doesn't rub you the wrong way. Right. But that one and, 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 uh, Buddy Holly, the sweater song. And then I think Say It Ain't So is one of the most perfect songs ever um, written. That is the one that's stuck in my head currently. I mean, it's just. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then they, they it's, they're like being uh, silly with right, but they're actually singing really nicely at the same time. Right, it's yeah. kind of an interesting like I don't know if paradox is the right word, but like the yeah the way that they they can do that. Yeah, um, uh, say it ain't so. Um, I actually. Like I forgot how much I like no one else, mm-hmm. um, and then I I think my name is Jonas is the perfect first song. Oh God, the yeah. If if these are the songs, yeah, that are going to be, it doesn't matter what two through twelve or whatever, but that has to be one. It kind of set the tone. It absolutely did, um, and you know, also, uh, so w- weird time. Uh, you have. You know this whole like oldies slash Beatles spills into the seventies, and the seventies is kind of you know the album is born, and records are huge, and people are making double mm-hmm. albums, and you know it's just album, 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 and then all of a sudden the eighties, and there's this whole new crop of people that are they look different first of all mm-hmm. uh and not necessarily using traditional instrumentation there's a lot of right. you know uh weirdness and everybody says there was a lot of cocaine in the 80s i'm assuming they're they're right about that and then kind of the end of the 80s like well, we've covered everything now like what could possibly be next yeah. <laughs> but of course rap and hip hop are, are building right. up and then we get grunge yep and then, you know, everything is like Rolling Stone and Spin. MTV is already kind of drifting to the back because they're, they're, they're not playing as many music videos as they... And that was in the 90s? Well, the early 90s. You know, since I think that's around the time you start getting like Road Rules. And, right. Uh, real World. Real, that one. Um, and all of a sudden, Weezer's here. And it sort of felt like... Uh, they come on the scene and were precisely what we needed in the American rock landscape at the exact time we needed them. Like we can be goofy, we can be nerds, mm-hmm. we can be rock stars. We can you can take us and pluck us into a sitcom from the seventies. Right. Just you know, uh, I I just 
lot of respect for him. I, I, I drifted off, you know, and I've never really done a deep dive. Have you listened to other stuff by them or? Um, I, I have, I had the green one as well, but I didn't, um, take to it as much. Um, Island in the sun is a really good song. Okay. Um, and then what was their more recent hit? Um, I'd have to think about right. it. Right. Yeah. Will you uh, slide that back, your phone back over by your yeah, beverages? Gonna... I think it just starts making crackly noises. It's like the old, uh, again, when I'm like oh, 2000, well, so I remember specifically in 04, I moved, I was living with Matt and I moved into uh, a place by myself. First and only place I've lived by myself on Harrison because I got accepted to grad school at UMKC. Was that the, like, where you were, like, in an attic, kind of? Yeah. 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 Um, Megan and I came once after that, a night out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so there was, like, a, a little, the second bedroom was where my desktop was. And that's uh, when, you know, n- now texting is here. Right. It's never been here before. It's also never going anywhere. But, you know, and I had a dial-up internet connection. Right. And I could, I could hear in the connected internet, like, a, for a half second or a second before a text would come in. Like, oh, I could yeah? actually hear it, you know, like, ding, 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 and I knew a text was about like, ding. something, whatever. <laughs> but so, like, for many, many episodes, I'm messing with connections and do it. and then one day out. i was like oh i think this, phone. my phone is right there probably anyway i'm sure it um, with it, a lot of stuff but yeah yeah I, I have not uh stayed tuned in to whatever their path has been but um i mean all-time all epic album mm-hmm. it's f- so funny to have such an um I, I we had i was doing somebody's the other day and it was like they had a bunch of folks, it was probably the CIA dude, a bunch of records that I was like, huh? <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I'm researching the first or looking, reading about the first one and uh, the Apple Music blurb called it um, uh, like a career crippling uh, debut album. Oh. Because it was so good that everything after that was, was just garbage. Yeah. And it turns out that there wasn't, than much after that one anyway. Uh, but I was like, that, imagine that you, like, you, we've finally made it all those years right. practicing in the garage and n- now we're renting space and yeah. then we gig and then a, a label takes a chance on us and ponies up some money for us to record and we, we made an album and it was so good and it was never going to be that good that ever again. Sophomore slump. I mean. That kept <laughs> exactly, slumping. Exactly. Um, but so, and then we, we dip ahead to 96 for crash. Yeah. Talk to me about Dave Matthews band. I, was... are you scale of one to 10? Are you one occasionally listen 10? I want to have your babies, Dave. That's the scale of like present day or well, back then, back then. Um, I was pretty up there. I really, I loved him. Yeah, um, man. I saw him in concert more than I think I've seen anybody. Um, I will say, like, listening back on them now, I still enjoy the music, but I definitely um, feel like Weezer hold, holds up better. Okay. Um, like, are you talking Blue Album to Crash 
specifically. Yeah. Not band to band. Correct. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, um, I think it might, I think that might've been my first concert. Uh, I, I skipped over that question. So uh-huh. thank you. Um, like for in support of under the table and dreaming or in support of crash. Do you remember? I, so I, I would have, it would have been after both because I believe I was like 15. Okay. No. So maybe it would have been crash. Okay. It probably was crash. Cause you said that came out in 96. Yeah. So it was probably crash. Okay. Um, my mom let Megan and I go, I know. And it was during finals. Um, on like a weeknight and she let, wow. she also let the neighbor boy drive us. Like we went Whoa. unchaperoned to Dave. Um, so pretty good. sure that was my first concert. Good time. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. I mean, obviously we were like 15, so, um, it was different. Like as I got mm-hmm. older, my experiences at concerts, but, um, Yeah. He, I mean, he does put on a good live show. I mean, There's like so much going on absolutely. with the, all the instruments, and um, I, I don't know that much about. I mean, I know about voice from a speech pathology perspective, but I don't know that much about singing voice. I do like his his singing voice, even though I'm voice. sure it's like I don't know that it's like what people would say it's classical or Whatever. classically trained. But well, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, his music's just kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a lot of passion and soul and packed into the songs Mm -hmm. on this one. And, uh, you know, under the table and dreaming was fun and it was new and different. It it also was kind of like sprouting with the whole jam band Mm -hmm. scene. And I think he still has ties to that, but he's obviously become his own own thing. But, uh, but, but big departure from under the table dreaming to crash and that crash is just so powerful and we'll, we'll have a little bit of fun whereas under the table was like this is party central right all fun um yeah and so that, that when around this time you know i start really kind of studying the way that his face is while he's singing and it never matches you know, he could be like, oh, right. you're like, what are you, is he, who's, which one is it? Um, and sometimes the eyebrow. Yeah. Goes up, and, yeah. and the little <laughs> knee and the feet, knock, like, feet yeah. shuffle thing. Yeah. Um, so Tiff had this one. She uh, said that, yeah. Okay. Um, and um, I was very surprised. So you got 12 tracks. Lead off track, I could take it or leave it. Um, but two through 10 or, and and, so, so the first song and then the second to last and the last are kind of like take it or leave it. But there's a real long run of Um, one amazing track after another. Yeah. Um, and, uh, track two is, uh, two step. No, two step, which is just magical. It's great. I mean, yeah. Um, Let's see here. Uh, okay. Crash is what? Five or four? Again, uh, track five is number 41. Oh, which that's is a good one also too. also f- phenomenal. Which, that was one when I was listening back. I mean, I remembered it, but I kind of forgot mm-hmm. about that song. Um, the So that like crunchy metronomish drive of Weezer 
but with you know kind of like pushing the car along but with two-step uh it's like you're like gliding on the water with like with fairies guitar, yeah. pushing you you know <laughs> i mean it's so it's all it's almost like uh on un, some unfamiliar feeling areas that he dips in and out of with that one um you know n- no shy no shyness uh a reservation about basically announcing i'm i'm sexy and i want sexy to sort of spill into yeah you know i mean i remember the first time i heard hike up your skirt a little right. i mean i'm like <laughs> wait run that back one more time what did he say yeah uh and it, lie in our graves that's one of my favorites from that album might be the niftiest song ever written uh-huh. it's just like you know and it i think it also there's a vulnerability to it that's corny or what i mean it's just right but perfect yeah it's so fun um so beyond crash did, since I, then i he they they are one that i did um uh, i had all i think i have all of his albums i had um when i was looking through my cds i forgot that i he had that one separate one with just tim reynolds it, it uh oh shit where was she 47 Live at Luther College. Uh-huh. So I'm reading for that, and I guess Tim Reynolds has never, he's been offered a spot in the band. He's never accepted one. He's okay. just gigged with Dave. So I'm, look, I'm reading about this, and I, I think it's Pennsylvania. But there's this bar, there's a famous, I think maybe it's called Milwaukee's. Anyway, there's this famous bar, and Tim Reynolds is gigging there, and Dave Matthews is bartending. Oh. And uh, he says, um, so uh, what, I'm after hours. I'm assuming like I play too, and he's like, "Dude, you should totally make a band and do right. a thing." And he's <laughs> like, "No." And then he introduces him to like a lot of the guys that would become his bandmates. And I was like, "Get the fuck out!" Oh, he that's, did. That's how that happened. Um, yeah, because they're great. I mean, the um, violinist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was one of my favorites, <coughs> and I love that they would let him just kind of like do his thing sometimes in the live shows. Absolutely. Um, did you do you come tomorrow from twenty nineteen twenty? Yeah, I think it's twenty nineteen. So that's I think after at like like after like twenty sixteen, I kind of come tomorrow might be the best album. He's Is ever it? Put out. It's so, so fucking good. I mean, like, I don't think I would just start to finish. I wouldn't okay. skip a single track. It's really, really good. Well, when I couldn't find my CD, my box of CDs, I trialed Apple Music. So trialed. Maybe, uh, Do you? Yeah, no. I don't. Tiff was like, "You don't have Apple Music," and I was like, "No, I don't." <laughs> so I will uh, listen to that. Um, so, are you a person that will remember? When the seven days is up and go in there. And... So it's a month. Oh, So I might okay. not. Oh. I mean, if I don't, you could cancel at any time, right? So yeah. Um, I, I paying $10 or whatever. Absolutely. I, I pay 70 bucks. Do you have like a premium? Uh, or do you do it like by the year? By the year. Time? Okay. So like anything, if they have it, I can have it. I have to say, I really did enjoy it last night. I it's, like how they can, they like have the lyrics and you can learn about the albums. It's pretty, it's great. So, pretty cool. 
uh, I have uh, a Spotify playlist just playing 24-7. See, this is the stuff that makes me feel Time old. Out. I've Time never out. gotten into Time Spotify. Out. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a Spotify list playlist playing because in a fish fan Facebook group, uh-huh. somebody was like, check this out. It's the band's creative director put together all of their so house music playing uh-huh. when you arrive at a show, uh-huh. house music intermission, house mu- music after. They choose. The band chooses what who's what artist, what album that's going to be. Okay, I've been at shows and I've been like, Oh my God, this is amazing. What is this? I'll never know. Yeah. I've been at shows where I'm like, oh my God, I have this record. And it's like a, you know, little, little known. So you feel like right. feel special. special. Um, I've, I've been at shows where they play like an album everybody knows and it just fucking fits, you know, where we, it, it, anyway. So she's taken all that, all the full albums from 09 to current that they've ever played and, and made a playlist. And so it's like, 10,600 hours with like 500 (laughs) albums uh, and they're all amazing and so I just it's on and I don't pay right so so all I can do is shuffle Spotify is there's a free option yes you just get ads and you don't if you want to go to a thing you can't listen to it in the order that it was created it's whatever it wants to give you like Pandora yeah Yeah. so like right now it's 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 funny this whole week um, it's been playing uh, this clip from the new um, Miley Cyrus tune okay which is really good whatever the tune is but but so i'll get some songs and then they'll cut to ad and they'll play this and it, most of their ads are about like you should pay us yeah you know? right uh so it's it's an it's that kind of ad trying to talk you into premium using the smiley cyrus clip from this new song which apparently whatever she just put out like shattered all kinds of streaming records or something anyway so it'll end and then it'll play again so I get the same ad back to back every single time it breaks. And it's funny because like normally that's that's the kind of thing that would drive me absolutely insane. But I enjoy I'm like, oh, I get to hear that catchy little that little tune, my, yeah. tune again. And Adeline, she's Adeline knows Adeline it. Likes yeah, it. Yeah. Uh so anyway, uh the point is whenever I hear something awesome, I'll look it up uh-huh. and then I'll put it in my Apple put that album in my Apple Music. Okay. So then when I leave the house you know, I I'm podcast here, music there. We do we'll do lots of places. We'll go. We'll each you know play a song mm-hmm. by request. Um, but if I'm just music, I'm just shuffle all the time. Shuffle, and if I don't feel like it, I just skip. And so I've added at least 115 albums to my Apple just because of this playlist, which is like what I've been looking for my whole sure. life. Somebody with my right, just dropping kind of, shit on yeah. me all the time. And, you know, so many times because it's always playing so many times. I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> this is, you know, God damn, just right. banger after banger. Right. It's so great. I, so the shuffle function, I love it when it's, when I'm in the certain mood for it. But today when I was listening to crash, 
I accidentally hit shuffle mm. and I was like, no, no, this I want to listen to in order. <laughs> and I got really annoyed because I was like in the shower, so I couldn't unshuffle it at the moment. Right. I was like, I want right. to listen to this yeah. first to last. Um, but most of the time I love shuffling. So talk to me about this thing that a lot of us go through in life where we see character attributes of one of our parents and sometimes one or, the, one or two of those attributes aren't necessarily our favorites yeah. about them. And sometimes they may even bug us. Uh, and so it's a thing that is forever up here or we're carrying it around or whatever while watching ourselves mm -hmm. begin to develop those very same behaviors and habits. Um, I, I've had had it with both. And I feel like I've in passing like, kind of one of these numbers where like, I know that there's a thing or two about your mom that you're like, ah, but also you've seen it in yourself. Is that probably, okay. I mean, there's probably a couple things. Um, one of the things that, so you, you've met my mom. I have. And, uh, there's, um, you know, like kind of this, the, the way that she's pretty direct. Yeah. Right? And, and she says what she thinks kind of just quick, you know, right. Swit, like, uh, uh, right. And like she, I'm in math. Can we, rem I don't know. You know. <laughs> she remembers everything. Okay. And she like, um, so like sometimes I will find myself, <laughs> there'll be times when like, she'll say things to people where I'm like, Whoa, Liz, like that's not your, you don't need to get in yourself involved there. And I find as I get older, I'm, this is like totally been out of my character. It would be out of my character, but like I feel that sometimes I'm being like more like tough love. This is what you need to do. This is how it should be. And the thing with my mom is a lot of the time she is right. <laughs> like, so it's kind of annoying. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I'm right, but there's been like a lot of situations lately where I'm like, I should be more empathetic, but I just want to tell them this is what they need to do to fix that problem. And it's really not my business, you know. No. Uh, I've so I've I've taken it a step further, and like there was a lot of friction. Like I think you know, not that it was ideal or perfect, but I think maybe you were you know a therapist, a physical, mental health therapist yeah. would list divorce as trauma. Correct you might have escaped some of it being as young as I, you were. I think in some ways, um, I think looking back now that it has affected how I proceed in my relationships. So do you want to say more about that? Um, I don't know that the last time we talked about this, uh, cliff, cliff, right. Who's cliff? Is that not right? <laughs> From the apps? You, oh, yeah. This, okay, we'll call him like, Cliff. That's not his name. Oh, is, is it close? No. Oh, gosh. Okay. I mean, there's L's in his name. Yeah, you can tell me after. But, um, but for, uh, for a, I remember hearing about, and then, I, and then I saw it, and it was still. Yeah, I mean, we he and I are still in talk. Okay, but, okay. Um, I just, you know. Oh, I, I, now I, I know where Cliff belongs, and I got. Okay. L's and P's yeah, and I's there you and go. so forth. Uh, but um, yeah, I, d I think in some, in, some way, in some way it has made me, I didn't think I was hesitant to commit to marriage, but I think sometimes when I look back at the people I pick, 
um, I tend to pick people who are not going to commit to me. So it's like that almost will work. like a, it's almost like a, I don't know. Almost, I feel like almost like a, not a self-sabotage, but like, yeah, yeah. so then I don't have to, is that a thing that he wants? Um, he did at one point. Oh, he took it back. I mean, <laughs> he's gone through divorce. Shelf so life on this. It, I, it didn't have to do with me. I don't think. Right, I think right. It's yeah. like, you know, you've been through divorce. So it probably changes your yeah. outlook on marriage a little bit. Get Megan on the, I'm writing to let you know that you no longer are my favorite man to hang around with. The new- Megan can do my PR. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. So um, anyway, I think I think it would be difficult for anyone to come out totally unscathed from something like that. Yeah, and I didn't mean yeah. to imply that you did, but like uh, with basically, well, I, the the you said the few memories you do have weren't like. Super Word, fantastic. Sunshine and roses. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, it's, a, it's, a, do you remember your folks playing music is one of the questions that I am guaranteed, I'm going to ask everybody. And I, I find myself realizing very early that a lot of people don't have any memories of them uh, under the same roof. And so it's kind of, okay. So right. I have very few. Dad's music, yeah. mom. Anyway. Um, so my, my dad was not as he's into music, but not as much as my mom. Well, the point about you know seeing identifying pieces of our parents and being like, Ugh, and then you know yeah. becoming that very thing. I I, I went is so there's a lot of friction. Uh, you know, her second marriage was three years and and yeah. not what was that guy's name Steve 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 and Charles Ramsey the third Scuba Steve R I P in peace to yeah. him. Oh yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, just trying to, uh, it's been a number of years ago, just, you know, trying to track him down and his daughter who was kind of in our lives for yeah. a quick second. Yeah. And then I came across his obituary. I was like, oh my God, he's, oh. he's dead. He's been dead. Did your mom know that? Uh, she, she does now. Okay. I mean, I told her when I, anyway, um, so, and then, so we get back, she, do you want to stay here with your friends and Atlanta, you want to be back where dad is what dad is so we and then it was rocky for a minute just trying to get right. settled um and then you know it didn't take too long before uh she and i are you know not seeing eye to eye and sure by the time i'm you know working and driving like there's a couple couple shoves there's definitely uh some suitcases yeah um but you guys didn't did you guys stay at Jeff and Elaine's all that much? No. Yeah. No. Um. What, so Bradshaw. Yeah. We, a lot. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, uh, I think, I mean, they they mo- the moved to the 77th? Jarbo seventy seventh yeah. and Jarbo because job stuff and finances shifted, and then uh, Aunt Lil, Aunt Lil needed somebody to take care. Of um. So, but there was always, you know, for for a while, I was trying to, you know, report back, like mom says and dad's hoping they would, oh. you know, and then when they both remarry in, in like 82, it was kind of like, this is, this is, all right, challenge accepted. This is going to make this even yeah. part. And then the birth of Megan was like, well, I guess that's not happening. <laughs> They're not, <laughs> once, there's a, once there's a new human. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, just. Megan is born. I, the new hat I'm wearing is trying to damage control. 
you know, you tell your dad and you tell him, you know, and then, you know, uh, there's a scene in... Yeah, which I think you're not supposed to do. Well, uh, <laughs> there's a good fellas. Um, yeah. So... I don't, it's been a while. So, Joe Pesci, mm-hmm. his character, uh, he, like, kills that dude in a bar. Okay. And you're, he's, um, he's a made man. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to whack a made man okay. or some, something like that. But he's like very, very close to like getting made himself. Um, so that whatever they dispose of the body, and then the movie goes on, and you know, several chapters down the road, now we've arrived at the day he's being made, Joe Pesci's character, and it's this whole to do. Like the whole vibe of the movie is now encompassed by this thing. And he, he's going into the room to see the boss or whatever with these two guys. And they open the door and it's just an empty room. And he, like, instantly he knows. And they kill him. Yeah. And so, and Robert De Niro is, he's so, he's waiting and waiting. He's so excited. He's so, and something, you know, so he finally goes to a payphone. And whoever he gets on the phone is like, he didn't make it. And he, he realizes in that moment and, like, bangs on smashes the, yeah. the like, I watched my mom do that in her kit, in our kitchen. Oh. Like, at, you know, after banging like, the receiver cr- yeah. cursing and screaming you know and it's like you you know and i know that that's part of her personality like that that's always in there and easily provocable and like to to witness that it's like i've i've never seen that man act that way in any arena of his entire life right but i know that it's in you and like you're you know you're not not only are you displaying that behavior but towards him mm-hmm. who's a person that like I, man you're making it real hard to keep one foot in your camp over here and so tiff and i talked about this eventually uh, this made me a, a pretty good liar cuz i would didn't wanna... i would pay for shit yeah. on my that camp you know, car shit shoot whatever it was Just so you didn't you tell your father he has to ask your mom what child support's for then you know right just you know what fuck that yeah and then less fighting yeah it was amazing yeah um but knowing that that piece of her personality and her mom she got it directly from her same thing uh looks you know nasty looks and lots and lots like an an infinite size Mm. and snarls Mm -hmm. and kind of like teeth gnashing it's like it's like where the wild things are came comes to (laughs) anyway so i carry that i'm like here's the list of things i'm never gonna do yeah but i'm also a little bit that person sure and i've acted that way towards my kids and now my kids sigh and roll their eyes and i'm just like Fuck! <laughs> I, I failed two generations. I failed myself, and I failed the anyway. Uh, but you, you guys are are are, are close and, and enjoy each yeah. other's company, and yeah, I get, I have a pretty good relationship with both my parents, and um, I feel fortunate, and I I have a good relationship with my siblings too. Nice. I feel pretty lucky. Um, you know, sometimes a couple of them will drive me crazy, but um on the whole can never relate right (laughs) um but yeah i i feel very lucky in that capacity cool so um so sort of like you know where i was going with the financial retirement stability thing uh do you have you got all the yet to happen chapters of your adulthood kind of 
dog-eared or, or mapped out in some kind of, you know, do you look ahead linearly like that or not not to that point i mean i do but not that far ahead okay um Um, i've been thinking more about it lately um just because somebody approached me with a different job and so then i was considering like the retirement benefits sure um because in the school district I think te- I won't, but I think technically I could retire before I'm like 55. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, but so it's like we're getting to an age where that's like a consideration. <laughs> no, retirement I know. I know. So, yeah. but so there's, you know, to keep it simple, two, two avenues. And one is like uh, career. Yeah. Until it's over. And then I'm whatever. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm okay. But most of what lies ahead is like getting old and dying. Right. And then there's this like, that stuff's going to be there. Here are the things that I want to accomplish and I want to do. Are you up in this lane often thinking about things like that? Well, I mean, I have thought about the fact that, um, well, you know, work is work. Um, I do think, you know, I probably, I am a person of routine and I do well working. So I probably would need to keep doing that and I probably would do it for a while I think um just being at home doesn't always just it doesn't appeal to me you know like sure. not having structure and stuff right um so so not I don't know I mean I think I haven't I guess I haven't thought that far down the road really right I mean I've thought that you know I would like to retire comfortably I would like to have like another place to go to in the winter, like somewhere warmer, <laughs> like do it, do that up right. real nice, uh, but not. So, but if you're like um, wrapping your life up like a Christmas present yeah, and uh, the bow is going to be a thing that you accomplish or, or, or experience or whatever to, to where you go, okay. This was a perfect life, and this now I could put I it under the Christmas tree. Yeah, what is it? Um, and change the world. Come up with a you know cure cancer or write a oh, book. Well, or obviously, I, would I do mean, that. I don't see myself writing a book. <laughs> um, I think it would be nice to travel mm-hmm. a lot, like go places I have always wanted to to go and see you got specifics that are rolling around up there um yeah i mean i would love to go back to croatia and see more of it um i want to go to france um ireland um uk um and even like uh, there's just places in the united states that i would sure you know absolutely like to check out so you win Tomorrow, the lottery, one point five billion, mm. or whatever it is. I mean, what, what's immediately different and visible to others about your life, and what's down the road? What's something that w- winds up being obviously different? Um, you can, you're gonna, you're still gonna work. I think so, okay. it, or maybe at least volunteer. Sure, sure. Um, do something in that capacity. Um, but I think I wouldn't, I would try not to like, you know, change too much. 
But um, I mean, you know, start a business or a foundation or be- God, Blair, become I'm handy. So, I, you're making me feel like I'm not <laughs> that ambitious. <laughs> well, I mean. I would. So one thing I would like to do was going to make me sound pretty basic, but I would like to buy and flip houses. I would. That was literally the next thing I was going to say. Would you become a buyer and flipper of houses? Yeah. And I are you how much stuff. sleeve rolling up are you going to do or are so, you just going to outsource it i would probably have to outsource like a lot of the contracting and stuff but like i could do a lot of the cosmetic stuff like painting and sure um, if you don't want to like small things redo bathrooms yourself i would love to i guess so that could be something i could learn how to tile and sure um what else could i learn how to do Plum. um oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um stuff like that i would i would enjoy that bike across no. The country. My mom did that. The whole thing? Yeah. She went from Washington State to the Florida Keys. What? Yeah. When? And my mom and my stepdad. Um, it was like 12 years ago. Okay. How long did it take them? Uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day. How awesome. Yeah. Did they love it? I think they loved that they did it. Oh. I mean, there were definitely like times when it was like, you know... A grind, yeah. like riding a bike uphill in the rain, and you know they had certain places they needed to get to, mm-hmm. and they had it was for St. Francis, um, the church, and so um, like they stayed in a lot of like either like church dormitories or like places like that along the way, a few motels, hotels. God, how long um, did they plan? How long in advance did they plan? This? A lot. It yeah. was like a couple years. Damn. But it was, um, yeah. I mean. I think they love that they did it. Um, there I, has to be, uh, who knows what direction it could go, but there has to be something eye-opening from a relation standpoint. You know, my oh, stepdad. So he couldn't. I guess I shouldn't. He didn't. He couldn't do the entire thing oh. because he'd have to come back and work for oh, part of it. Okay. I um, I'm trying to remember, but it was a group of them. Like there were like ten of them or okay. something. So and it was like, you know, they had a sag, like somebody that followed them in a van mm-hmm, the whole way. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but that does not appeal to me. Maybe uh, it will. I mean, you never know down the road. Ari Shafir. Uh, st- I, I totally blanked. This is a smaller image. But the other thing I love about Crash is just beautiful, beautiful album artwork. Yeah, I don't know. It's, so pretty. it's always just uh, appealed to me. But mm-hmm. This this comic Ari Shafir will uh, lock himself out of his devices and uh, email and all that, and he'll just for three months. I'm going to be over and you know, really, yeah. And he recently did one of those, and it was an organized thing, and it was like <sighs> Nicaragua, I mean, some central or s- mm-hmm. south somewhere. And it's, I mean, like a good bit of this is like jungle, you know, not like you know, am like crazy, but like not a lot of yeah. Anyway, not yeah. It's but it's so there's a there's a, a guide and there's like ten or twelve people, and it's the, the whole thing. You're you know not necessarily fast paced or time, but it's all all hike, a hike. You're traveling to all these different countries on foot. Mm-hmm. And so you get so far through the woods one day and you sleep in a yeah. whatever. And then he realized like within the first six hours that one of the people, he's like, I 
can't fuck it. Like I absolutely despise <laughs> that brand, the general brand of human. But this one has all the bells and whistles that make me want to really. Yeah. And, and so he's like very quick, you know, decision to like, I got to do something so that this doesn't become my trip. Mm hmm. And so I guess for like a week he was trying to walk ahead and the person was just given all the effort possible to keep up. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, then he, he tried to lag behind and so the person would lag behind cause he, the person liked him and, oh. he, and he couldn't stand. <laughs> and finally he had to be like, Hey dude, uh, I'm for the rest of this two and a half months. Like we, you know, we can't be, However he put it, Bros. but I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> and then they like got into a, there's a one country they were walking through, they get like halfway through, and it's an area where if you're not native to that, you're not allowed to be there. Oh. And so they like went into a hotel, and they're, they were like, no, uh, you can't, you can't stay here. And they're like, no, like we have money. And like, you, by stay here i mean you aren't actually supposed to be here yikes so you have to leave and we're not as concerned as we are you leaving the hotel but you gotta leave and he was like go fuck yourself what are you and they're, they're like no, no no so which is it gonna be are you gonna make your way out of here by continuing on or are you gonna turn back and he's like no we're gonna fucking go find somewhere else to stay in there and then they like put word out and like more folks came and you know like, you move it along. It I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Fuck. That's, That's crazy. Yeah. Um, message to the world. Somebody my says, message to yeah, the everybody's world? dialed in and you've got 15 <sighs> seconds or 45, whatever it is that is, you know, going to resonate. Um, I feel like it's pretty cheesy, but I do feel like everybody should just be kinder and empathetic it's to everyone else. Not cheesy, and it's it's a common one. And it, yeah. it would be mine if somebody asked me that right. too. Um, so everybody has their own shit going on. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, top of your head. Uh, uh, top two things you would change if you were given the power to change about whatever it the is world. in the world. Yeah. Gosh, um, it's hard for me to like think outside of like children and education. <laughs> that's I mean that's fine. Um, I mean obviously, I I would like I would like to like have cures for all these awful diseases, um, like cancer and, um you know, Alzheimer's and ALS and all these like terrible things. That would be great. Um, what would my second thing be? So you've got a disease curing wand that you're right. going to wave and it's going to knock out like six, five or six of the right. top dogs. I mean, like when I start, I get ahead of myself though. And then I'm like, well, then there's that trickle down effect of all these people, then like, this whole industry of people that wouldn't have jobs. And, oh gosh. Yeah. Um, but in theory, yes, no more diseases. Um, and then no more major diseases. Um, I'm having trouble coming. That's up cool. That's else. a good one. Like my second thing that came to mind was like, Get rid of Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one too. It's a, oh, uh, you can make the argument that 
he falls under the first umbrella as a disease That's of true. sorts. So yeah. Uh, so there's still talks uh, okay, with uh, the fella, but are, are you still on the thing? No, no not at all. I- I got back on for a minute and then I started like like started coming in and I was like, yeah, I'm not ready. For mm, gosh, I got it's been a handful of months ago, but I opened one and uh, whatever it was, the last time I had been on, I, 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 I want to say it was when you match. Okay. It was like visible and free before yeah. and now it's like you got to pay. I was like, goodbye. You do? Yeah, I don't That's remember which stupid. one, but I was like, but it was, of course, you know, I Bumble probably. In my, I don't remember. I don't remember which one it was, but I had gone through like, it was, you know, I'd gone through the checkout and the the final piece could. of the purchase was just a tap yeah. place order, so I'd like ch- chosen a photo and yeah, the, yeah, yeah, my clever little updated your profile, whatever, yeah. all the things and. Uh, 50 to 150 miles and four, three to six, one, uh, you know, all the things that, you know, yeah. and then I was like, fuck, cause I just spent like 40 minutes. I was like, forget, no, no goodbye, delete. Don't want to do it. Um, any- uh, did Jessica tell you about, this is another reason why I was like, I don't know if I want to sign up for that again. Jessica was talking to a guy and was like asking how his week was going or something. And he was like, pretty good constipated like that was his response wow and i was like yeah i don't know that i need i i like don't need to go back to that right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh any other uh records you want to give shouts out to um or artists i i also really like the foo fighters okay um i had somebody on for 48 Eight and they had a Foo Fighters record, which was a treat. I had never sat down and listened to them. Before. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew what I knew, and this one had like a bunch of hits. They popped up for me recently just because of um, Taylor. Absolutely, uh huh. Um, and then yeah, they were playing some of his song. I don't know if you saw like the footage of his son playing in his place. Uh, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, got like, a little dusty in right, the room. Yeah, right. Um. I, in college, I loved Guster. I, I've always Megan Smith Zander Johnson is mm-hmm. the only human that knows who that Guster, artist is. Yeah. I mean, and then, um, but they seem Mouse. to kind of hit college town circuits. Yeah, they and never really gig. went like big time. But, but, people, but, but wherever but, they would mm-hmm. go, people would be like, "Yes, more of that." I actually feel like they were maybe at Boulevardia. Oh, funny! Right? I think that might a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And then Modest Mouse was another okay. one that I listened to a lot of. Um, You've always been a pretty avid reader too, right? Kind of. Kind of? I well, Yeah. I mean, recently it's been more like I read five pages and I fall asleep. Mm. But um, I've read some books in my day. What are uh, top, all, all-time fave or top three or whatever just springs to mind? All-time <laughs> Like going way back as a child, my favorite was Matilda. Okay. Um, Is that Roald Dahl? Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and then obviously I loved all the Beverly Cleary. Mm. Um, and then. Alehu and I are uh, in the middle of uh, Henry and the Paper Out Henry, right now. Yeah. Super Fudge, all those. Mm-hmm. Were. Mm-hmm. Um, high school. 
Cold Sassy Tree was one of my favorites. Oh, Do you know that? Yeah. One? Okay. Um, trying to think of something I've read recently where I was like, that was really good. I had the, uh, uh, I think she's a station manager now of the college where I went to school and I had a radio show. She, she was the program director when I was there and was actually an East alumni. Oh, really? Uh, a few years older, but and I think she's a station manager now. Anyway, she did one of these things on Facebook recently where it's like, do you want to get, th- you want to participate in this thing where you'll get like 30 bucks? So uh, you, so she, so she's got, like I said, I want to do it. And so she said, okay, uh, send a book to this person. And then, uh, here's my information. Mm. And if anybody tells you they want to do it, then you put my information where her information was and your information where mine was. And then that, so on and so forth. And I was like, ah, I, I've passed up on this several times, uh, and, and I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I, I, it turns out like, I don't think you can successfully name an all-time favorite and it's immediately accessible. You get it and send it to that person. Right. So I chose a a book that I love by Chuck Klosterman and he, he, he was writing for spin magazine and doing a a feature and he's, he's really good at weaving like what he's actually doing and what he's thinking about. Plus his relationship or Uh relationships Uh in to uh, Russell Banks always said that a good story is like a three-legged stool. Like you take one leg away and it's just going to topple. It's not going to. Okay. So if you can have the three, whatever they are, kind of, you know, come nicely in and out, uh, kind of like a Dave Matthews band song. Yeah, there um, you go. So I was like, ah, oh, and I sent it. And then one person was like, I'll do it. But they never shared the post or hit me up in Messenger. So I just sent a person a book. <laughs> There's no books coming my no, way. Nothing's coming. Which back. is fine. I've got plenty that I saw yeah. read here, but I like the idea. I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a person that to a fault will like attach myself to an idea and be like, "Well, this will be make everything perfect." Right. And then it's like, now I'm just standing here holding this. Hold- <laughs> <laughs> um, your pot. Okay. Any shows, podcasts, or hobbies that are current for you? Um, podcasts, I listen to a couple of sports ones. Oh, yeah? Um, well, I listen to Mina Kimes. I like okay. Mina. Um, and then, um, I've actually enjoyed the Kelsey Brothers one as well. Did you, do, have you done the Gronk episode? I haven't yet. Oh, I can't but, stand that guy. I know, he's so... Uh, but I've heard it's good. But, the, uh, the Mahomes one was... Mm. That one was good. Um... I mean, I, I find a lot of them. I just find their dynamic entertaining. Um, and then I, I do listen to... Some. Jason kind of has that, Lissa, like quick and sharp and yeah. moving Yeah, and it's just forward. funny to like hear the differences in their... You know how he like... Travis makes fun of him for his fit day mm-hmm, stuff where mm-hmm. he's like in a t-shirt and flip-flops and then Travis right. has like... Yeah, so just... <laughs> $4,000 outfit right. Um I listened to some true crime ones. Okay. Um, one that I've been, and I don't know that I should say enjoying, but one that I listen to a lot is called Something Was Wrong. Was? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Something Was Wrong. It's mostly about, you know, bad relationships. Oh, yeah. They're like crazy stories that these women tell. <laughs> mostly women. Sure. There's a couple of dudes. Yeah. 
Um, and then I listen to some ones about the trashy reality shows I watch. Okay, on, on so Bravo. there are some shows. Mm-hmm. This is like Bravo. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then I mean, I watch other shows too um, that are not trashy reality, but um, I've been watching The Americans recently. That's okay. It. Interesting. Um, what I'm on right now. So, uh, what is t- describe for me your perspective and processing of the text thread called Johnson Familia? I mean, <laughs> I mean, the I name love is that you're genius. Right? It is. It's the best um, thread name ever. I love that you're in it. Oftentimes, it's kind of like, well, I guess we didn't really have much to hide in the first place, but. Right, I um I feel honored to be a part of okay. it, um, as I'm sure Jack does as well. I mean, I didn't even know Jack was on it until like somebody made a comment, and I was like, Jack's not on this, and then I was like, Oh yeah, he is. He just has never participated or responded nope. to anything. Uh, he got added. He get added leading up to the fortieth surprise, Maybe. somewhere around there. Maybe. Uh, and uh, it was okay. like an out of necessity for a minute, but the. You know, he's got the reputation for leaving, leaving the... Text. I'm really surprised he hasn't left it. Well, I, th- I think, you know, I think maybe when he used to leave, maybe he didn't know that you could sil- silence him. See. Oh, yeah. Instead, you could just turn on Do Not Disturb. Yeah. yeah. What were you going to say? See? Like, we can see Jack Blair has left, oh, left no, the I th- conversation, he, but he probably doesn't care if we see that. We've joked many, many times about it and to him, you know, he's... I really feel like that was like that's also just how he would leave if he was here in person. He'd just walk Get out. Get up more. Yeah. Like, then not la- say later, anything. when we're done, we'd go up and, yeah, his <laughs> fucking car's gone. Like he did. <laughs> Where's Jack? <laughs> uh, so, what about your relationship with Polo? Like, I know it's different. Oh. For, I was there for a minute. Yeah. And then it became, I was like, there's, there's too many things for me to, I. Yeah. Um, at first, I was very uncomfortable with it, like just the idea of like, you know, seeing myself. And this Ugh. was before COVID where everybody was doing things on Zoom and you're having to look at yourself all the time. But um, so at first I was like, this feels so weird. Um, but now um, I love it. I mean, so. I think it's great. <coughs> I get to talk to all of them every day and know what everybody's doing every day. So, uh, uh the is it just the four of you or yeah, and then your sisters and me and then are you are you in other polo threads too or? um so no there well sometimes side polos happen mm-hmm. like of where course megan and i talk or jessica and of I talk. course and we all act like i heard a story recently where it. somebody was like no side polos please <laughs> and then it, oh whatever um we all act like we don't do it, and we're like, "Oh my God, there's your side poloing, gasp!" Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But we all do it with each other. So uh, I was, I definitely uh, enjoyed it, uh, mostly for one-on-ones with Megan. Megan, yeah, because like we've n- never had consistent, you know, right, connection. Right. She, if 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 I get like a, a couple of beefy texts from her, I'm like, I gotta. Because if if I'm ten seconds late, she could be gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's the beauty of it is that like you can say what you need to say, and then when they have the opportunity, they can respond. I and feel it's like not like you know like trying to find a time to both like talk on the phone or right 
FaceTime. It's interesting. I feel like Jess is probably always kind of leading the charge, and Tiff is. She wants to keep up, but can't. Tiff is a weekend warrior. Puller. Okay. Then, She's like really solid on the weekend. I told her that the other day. I was like, you're really good from like Saturday to Tuesday. And then we just don't hear from right. her. Right. And then I've heard Megan, you know, use the phrase uh, evening time when I'm catching up on polos. Or yeah, yeah. I've heard her say like, I'm, you know, 37 behind. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So she... That was probably when she had like gone out of town or something. But she is pretty consistent um, with her polo times. It's okay. either like oh, right before yeah, bed yeah. or like or very early in the morning when everybody else is still asleep. Yeah, I uh, yeah I can't stand the the worst part about the editing process is looking at my dumb face and hearing my dumb yeah, voice yeah, yeah. for three hours. Whatever you know. Right. But that was like oh. Jesus, you know, and uh, if the kids have a, uh, there's a cell phone over at Anna's, and if they need anything ever, it's straight to FaceTime. And yeah. I'm like, bro, I don't want to see my, fo- unexpected, now I'm just looking at myself. Like, come on. They're like, what? It's the, I, we get to see each other. I'm like, I have to see me to see you. So <laughs> I don't love you that much. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was the part I had to push through, and then once I did, I was glad I did. So you but, love it? Yeah. 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 I mean, so much so that like I switched over to a new phone carrier, um, and it's pretty cheap. But like I'm used to having unlimited data, and uh-huh. now I don't. Oh. And so I'm like very conscious of like polo data. Why not? Um, I switched to Mint Mobile, and I'm sorry, Mint. Yeah, it's uh, Ryan Reynolds owns it. Oh uh, like, right, um, right. They use the T-Mobile network. Okay. I sound like an like I'm spokesperson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, like, I'm sponsored this for thirty days. Yeah. You can... Um, I, I do have that if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like fifteen dollars a month. What? Yeah, and it uses the same network. I was already T-Mobile, so I'm using the same network. I'm getting the same service, um, and it's fifteen dollars a month for four gigs. And I think I would be totally fine with that if I didn't polo like or listen to polos outside the house, you know, when I'm not on the Oh right, Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So uh but anyway, if I have to go up five dollars or whatever, because it's like twenty dollars for ten gig gigs of data. So How? I don't know, but it's Did he is this like one of these deals where uh you're like, I wonder if we look into what it really cost. Yeah. Could we come up with a like a cheap alternative. It's like Louis C.K. started doing his own, putting on his own hour specials. Mm-hmm. He puts 100% of the money and manages the whole thing and nobody says anything because it's his right. thing. And then he will charge you $5. Right. As opposed to... To like 150 or well, something. Well, not to go see him live. Oh, to see him live. I got but you. But to watch it. Like to stream it. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, and he, he, still making money. Yeah. So I don't, I, I suspect it's one of those situations and I was like kind of hesitant at first, um, but my family's all switched over and they've been on it for like first or a year. Oh. And so at first I was like, well, I had like technically an employee plan through Sprint from an old roommate. So I thought I had this really good deal. Um, but my phone bill was still close to a hundred dollars or something. So, um, but they've all been on it for a while now and they have not had any issues. Hmm. So. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, uh, we are rolling up on three hours. Uh, <laughs> I thought we'd be able to get through this a little bit quicker than that. But um, oh, you know me, I'm very chatty. Right? Yep. Chatty Kathy, yep. uh, bong hits and uh, car bombs. And That's me. Just all day, every day. I actually day. did do quite a few car bombs. But no, not car bombs. Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. In Kennedy's days? Yeah. And then, like, throw in a great bomb in there uh, with, with Jessica. Yeah. Tiffany. Well, when Bryce finally came, he was like, so we'll we'll be, like, three great, great bombs, bombs deep before we start. <laughs> I was like, uh, we will not, sir, <laughs> at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, and I, I was, and then he showed up with his kid, and I realized he was completely kidding. Yeah. But he had a couple, you know, he can put, put down a sure. beer quick. Yeah. Uh, but, man, the, I just can't even... Obviously, it's just age and and, and body right. stuff, but I mean, just so much, just direct damage, you know, over you know the course of a night, and then another night, and then another night, and then the next day, just yeah, it's, okay, yeah. Just I mean, get up do and you get to... hungover? I feel like your sisters That's, don't. I think, um, like, I'll say something about a hangover, and they'll look like I look think there's like I think there's crazy. more to it than that. Okay, but. <laughs> Uh, yes. Okay. Like, uh, you know, it's, it doesn't take much yeah. for me to be down for the count for three days. Yeah. And everything is my, uh, my mood, my appetite. Correct. Uh, my sleep. Yep. Uh, all, uh my joints. Right. Will like, like the, the creak. Like Motivation. T- tin yeah. man. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, just a bad thing and i can't believe i mean i mean I megan megan does get hangover sometimes she'll talk about it but i i feel like tiff and jess are just like rocking and rolling the next day well yeah uh i mean i i i've i've thought for some time that they were uh exactly behind me uh in what hangovers would feel like mm-hmm. in, in terms of age. Right, right. So if in, in three years from now, Tiff will be experiencing exactly right. what I, but nope, they just keep, you know, opening up that next door and plowing through it. And I'm like, okay, man, sure. Yeah, there's been a couple times where they've said things on Polo where they're like, I don't, I just don't feel well today. And I'm like, cause you're hungover. <laughs> yeah. I think they both do, uh, decent job hydrating and a decent job getting meals in I'm yeah not, i'm not sure for the most part i think yeah that is key but yeah i mean i would i would love to leave it 100 percent behind uh and you know it's i haven't gotten there yet yeah. um but it's you know 15 it's like you know like sitting next to that girl in math class. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the things that I need to do to me? And it's like, I need to like pound 12 beers every time I go out and smoke camel lights and dress a certain way and talk. I mean, I got to do those things or acceptance doesn't happen. And then, you know, 40 years later, I'm, I'm why have I, Oh, cause you haven't changed any of those behaviors. <laughs> it's still just like looking for the field party and Hey, you know, you got to change the wiring. Yeah. But we'll get there one day. Yeah. But thank you so much uh, for coming. Uh, what do you got on store for the evening? 
Um, I don't have any like official plans. I do want to watch the KU game at oh, seven. Okay, who who do we got Kentucky. tonight? We're in a tough tough sledding right kind now. Kind of a slump, yeah. But that's okay. We'll get out of it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And we'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. You have official sign up. <laughs>